Welcome to Phantom Rant Radio. What? What? Oh, now oh. we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We just started talking about one of the most revolutionary films known to man that not just like supersedes the horror film genre, but supersedes life in general. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think um, yeah, you guys can agree, right? No, oh yeah, absolutely. 100%. I don't know why it didn't get all the Oscars. Like <laughs> it was very overshadowed. I honestly could argue it's a modern day masterpiece. To me, oh, yeah. I, I equate it to like the modern day like Citizen Kane. Like mm-hmm. if you want to look at mm-hmm. it from that mm-hmm. aspect, it's just it's just yeah. genius. Yeah, we spent three hours talking about this prior to recording. So I, I don't I don't understand. How they made such a beautiful spoken movie. I think I looked around in the theater and everybody was just bawling their eyes out. (laughs) My dad had to walk out because he was just, he was so taken by the film. It's just. You know, I haven't seen a movie like that where people just walk out in tears since Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the only problem I have with that movie is that. It makes every other movie just unwatchable. It's just that good. And why is it not shown more? Exactly. I yeah. can feel like every exactly like a history math class should just open <laughs> up <laughs> with this film. Man. Yeah, but yeah. Fuck Bal- Godfather Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know. I'm sure the audience is getting to what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, and they have to be, or they're more all morons. They're all morons. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't have a six-foot figure of Ben Stiller in the room right now? With Robin Williams. <laughs> I ordered my fat head immediately after I watched that movie. Now, if you're an idiot and you have no idea what we're talking about, we're talking about Night at the Museum 2, Battle of the Miss- Smithsonian. Oh my god. Masterpiece. Just, just the Absolute masterpiece. Of Cinematic excellence. Oh, oh my yeah. god. The first oh, time yeah. I watched it, I... I I cried for 34 hours. Straight. 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 I didn't stop. It, it was and you got so dehydrated because you lost so many tears. I had an IV. I had an IV with, <laughs> with the monkey's pee. You needed more. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Phantom Rank community. <laughs> hey, you guys know what this is. Um, We're here today with a reoccurring guest. Say hi. Thickums. <laughs> and then we got a new guy. What's up? Tell us about yourself. I am Aaron Ledford, the most problematic man on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I can agree. You know how many times I just look at my Twitter feed? <laughs> um, yeah, I used to work with Devin and Matt. Um, Clint came after I left. Oh. And huge fan of movies. Hell yeah. <laughs> so uh, today... We are here to talk about our three, our top three horror films that each, let me re-say that, our favorite horror, our top three. <laughs> <laughs> something about horror movies. Something about Night at the Museum Battle of the Smithsonian. We're still a little bit struck after watching Night at the Museum. Yeah, I'm still shaking right now. Matter of fact, podcast is over. Let's just <laughs> again. All right, that was good. It's a good wrap up. One hour setting up, close it down, shut it down. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, each of us, how this episode is going to go out is going to be round table style, where overall each of us have our top three horror films, 
And one at a time, we're going to say one film at a time and go to the next person. And we're going to say the movie, say the Rotten Tomatoes score, and explain why it was impactful, not just as a movie, but to us personally. So, we're going to start this off with Dyslexic Man. What's going on, guys? What's going on? (laughs) Are you really dyslexic? Yeah, I am. Wow. Yep. One of a kind. Fun fact. (laughs) Matt's over here having a party with himself. (laughs) Uh, But I'm... uh, Let's get a... (laughs) If only we had a camera. (laughs) But uh, let me hear the... My first movie that I have to talk about is probably one of the most impactful horror movies Mm -hmm. I think of all time, which is The First Exorcist. And I can't remember what date. It was like 19... 80 or 70? Was it in the 70s? Or 73. 73. Wow, this movie's old. But um, obviously, everyone knows this movie. It's the movie. It's the king. It is. The, it's the king of supernatural films. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's what kicked it off. And even even like, even like by today's standards, like the movie kind of crosses the line yeah. in terms of boundaries, which is really surprising for in that yeah. time period. And it's also the movie that kept our parents awake at night, I'm pretty sure, for yeah. all of us. And they got boycotted, too. Oh, no, yeah. it did. It's a very impactful film. Obviously, if you don't know the movie, it's loosely based off on true events. Uh, there's an actual exorcist house. I've, uh, I haven't personally seen it, but I've seen pictures of it. It's an actual place. Still haunted. Air quotations. <laughs> but it's, it's about a young girl who supposedly gets possessed by the devil. And a... Z- well, Z- I, well, that's in the other films. But in this uh. one, they say the devil. Or at least that's what she says. The girl was possessed, and it's starring. I forgot what the actor's name, but the priest in it, who also is having a very Max um, von Sydow. Zach von Sydow, who is a priest who is recently having a. He's questioning God in this movie because he's having a. Um, he's trying to look within himself, and he's wondering if God's really there, even though he is a priest. And obviously, this is a exorcism. This movie is very gross for where it's at. The special effects are really mm-hmm. good. The skin, yeah. the, just even well, today's standard, it's, it, it's aged really well. Yeah, just just like um, Evil Dead, because a lot of it's practical. Oh yeah. like, no, it's it, it, yeah. like her tongue is that mm-hmm. it's like an animatronic type. Not of a lot deal, of horror but... movies age well either. No, yeah, not, no, not, not, not at all. Especially from especially from like late nineties, because that's when like CGI was like yeah. starting uh, to get big, just, and no, they just so wanted just to put it in the movies so poorly. But when it it's seventy three, how they had like the tongue. And, like, the whole head... Oh, yeah, the head spinning. It stands well through time, too. Definitely. It's and still lo- such a huge movie in today's standards, still. It's been parodied a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And so many other movies just like this try to copy it. Like, um, mm-hmm. Amityville Horror, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the one? Um, Someone's Baby. Rosemary's. Rosemary's or- Baby. Rosemary's, Rosemary's baby. baby. That and um, some others, too. But, um, you know, obviously, everyone knows the big, you know, the... The crab, the crab when she turns her, uh, uh-huh. that the crab walking. Yeah, yeah. There is, was also, oh yeah, also before I get into this next part, we are going into full, not full, full detail, but we're going to be talking about a lot of gross things, so there is going to be a... <laughs> and a spoiler warning. And spoiler warning, there's going to be a very big caution. You didn't catch caution. that already. Yeah, so spoiler this is warning in- and <laughs> brief parental guidance. Yeah, this is not for little kids. This is not... We're going full Ask on... Ask your mom to sign the permission slip. We're going on Must R. Have a premier, parents' permission slip to go online. <laughs> but there's... um before we, before we uh, go on to... <laughs> before I go on... Um, there's one scene in particular that always stuck with me. Actually, 
rewatched not all of it but i rewatched some parts of this movie last night stop <laughs> there's one scene in particular that really always catches my uh, vision is when um the the girl uh, i think it's in the beginning of the film i can't remember but there's a part where in front of everyone in the living room she starts masturbating with the crucifix <laughs> it's funny to laugh at now but i just remember watching that in <laughs> horror it was just like gross sick um, not a scary. lot of ho- the movie Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just even movies nowadays don't even go that far. No one has no one has the guts to do that anymore. No, no one at all. The squeakle. Well, I mean, okay, no, no, no mainstream. Yeah. Movie has the yeah has the audacity to do that. Indie horror is more yeah. ballsy, a lot like, more ballsy. Like a Serbian film, crazy. Oh, that film's gross. Um, well, what, I, what I was about to say was The Exorcist also has one of the most iconic shots in movie history. Where the priest is standing under the light post with yep. the, yeah. oh, the yeah. pianos yeah, playing in the That's, Oh, the tubular bells. The yeah. tubular yep. bells yeah. is one of the, for me, besides John Carpenter's Halloween, is the horror movie sound. I think, I think when you say horror movie sound, I think the, the bells. The bells. bells. The, the quintessential sound. Yeah. That, yeah. Jason's... <laughs> that, like, the... I think horror is home of like some of the most iconic sounds. Jaws. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, Jaws. When you think of um, the, uh, the one, two, Freddy's coming for you. That yeah. one. Uh, horror movies have some pretty crazy, crazy sounds. Ghostbusters. <laughs> but um, also before you, <laughs> I go on the map. This movie also kind of ends, kind of ends on a positive note. Surprisingly, for what it is, if you guys don't know it, the uh, priest convinces the devil who is possessing the little girl to take over him. And he obviously everyone know he jumps out the window and kills himself so that the possession could end. What a happy ending! Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. Techni- <laughs> technically one of the best family films I would recommend. But yeah, yeah, that's the that's the the Exorcist in a nutshell. Yeah, and that one's that's a huge one too. And did you know that The Exorcist is the ninth highest grossing film of all time in Canada? In Canada, I did not. Now you did. Oh, actually, next one is that's you, Aaron. It's me. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I would like to say that Aaron's one of the biggest horror movie fans I've known. Absolutely. Nothing like watching people die. Nothing to rev my engine more. Um. Okay. Um. My first pick for movie is for sure. It follows. Not only is it one of my favorite movie uh, horror movies, it's also in my top five favorite movies. Um, came out in 2014. No really big actors or actresses. Micah Monroe, um, Cara Gilchrist, Daniel Zavato. Um, it's about a movie with a sexually transmitted demon. Um, famous quote, sometimes you're not the viewer in a movie, you're the voyeur. So it follows, yeah. this, you're, you're pretty much slapped into this universe and with no explanation of anything. You don't get an a formal introduction to the characters you don't get a formal introduction into the city or anything you're, you're just, just thrown into the mix a, yeah I, a, ran, I like like that a, a lot. random day and just like a, a setting that you could never expect and our main character jay she has sex with this guy and then he ties her up to a wheelchair in a, in a pretty popular shot over the past 10 years and he's walking her around and he explains to her that for the rest of her life until she has sex with somebody else and passes the disease the quote-unquote it will be following her roll credits for the rest of her life yeah and um i don't know something about the movie i think to me 
hot take. It has the best score in film history. It was uh, made by Disaster Piece. Crazy. He did. Um, I can't remember. He does video game music, and uh, it's a lot. It's inspired by '80s synth horror. Um, the whole movie is atemporal. There's no set timepiece that is in. They have cars from the '80s. They wear clothes from today. Um, the music that they listen to, the stories Very nostalgic that they read. too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an it's an homage to '80s movies. But see, like movies like that, they stick with you for a while. Yeah, yeah. It, and, it's it's an it's an interesting concept that somebody's going to be following you for the rest of your life, yeah. and you never know when it's going to be following you or when you're going to get got. And that I, I think that's way more terrifying. It's also metaphorical too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. To like regular STDs as it is, it will follow you for the rest of your, your life. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's also the thing like it like the one thing that scared me about this movie is just like it walks like it doesn't yeah. run just made me scared of it's like so people intimidating. walking towards you and if you look at the shots closely it's like almost walking in every single mm-hmm. um clip that yeah, you see yeah that that's the most intimidating part i feel like because they can be just like having a normal conversation mm-hmm. there's nothing to do with like the main premise and you see you're looking through the crowd everyone looks normal but there's one yeah blurred out in the in like the background i love that i like it's very I like that they utilize the background and the foreground like they're just as important to each other because the very last shot spoilers um jay and her new boyfriend are walking and in the back you can see somebody following them but you don't know if it's the it or not um and that's Sort of they, they, the ending is up to the viewer to interpret. Personally, mm-hmm. I think they broke the curse because they would have. In one scene, um, she has sex with three guys on a boat, which means they probably passed it on to other people. And I just think too much time would have gone before they would have died in that scene. Yeah, yeah. I, if I can throw in, I like. I also like how they. You don't know who it is. Yeah. Like yeah. it takes many forms. It was one of their friends. I don't remember his name, but it was his mom. Yeah. Oh, oh dude, dude, that one was just. And gross. She was. She ran over to the house. She's like, "Don't open the door! Don't open you the door!" You mean the guy from Victorious? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just telling Clint yesterday that I I actually don't like that scene. I wish that I'm okay with it being his mom and everything, but when they actually show her having sex with him to kill him, like sucking his soul out of his body, I think that yeah. kind of ruins what would have been the audience's imagination yeah. what happens yeah. when yeah. The, it catches you i yeah. wish they would have like just had him scream or something or had yeah. jay walk in and see a dead body instead mm. of showing how he died that's one of my favorite things about this movie is the imagination it leaves you mm-hmm. yeah that's what i was talking to clint a long time why like some horror movies that just stand out is that they're they're good executed concepts mm-hmm. But they also leave the viewer to like imagine like what would happen in that s- situation, and like we had a huge conversation after when we got done watching the movie. It's just like, okay, what if what if this happens? Mm-hmm. What if this happens? Like, there's so many different things, and I like how they don't give too many rules, mm-hmm. but just like the simple things, what to do, you have to pass it on, and that it once you have it, then it's gonna keep following you until it like reaches you, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just I just find I, that so cool. The coolest thing about the rules is that it's not a narrator or anything giving you the rules. It's yeah. like distressed teenagers, so you don't even really know how valid these rules are. It's sort of they say the curse has been around like for ages. Where it so, came from? You exactly. Have no idea. Yeah. Exactly. So, are we really supposed to trust like ten teenagers on of an ancient demon who follows you after you have sex with people? Yeah. I don't really think 
So any complaint that you have, like, oh, well, the rules in the movie were, you can just simply say that they were wrong. Yeah. Because it's 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 kids theorizing. It's not yeah. like it's really up to your interpretation. Yeah, it's not really set the... in stone. It sounds yeah. like a really made up urban legend. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Something urban... something your parents would tell you as like a cautionary tale, like. Mm-hmm. Don't have sex or it'll follow you. Or something you hear about late at night when you're playing spin the bottle. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there's like the monster in the movie. I just think it's so clever. Like, and and the one thing it's it's not dumb. It's smart. Mm -hmm. It adapts Mm -hmm. because I remember the um when they're when the it's after the uh the guy when it's after the guy and and you can trans it thinks Mm -hmm. transforms into his mom in order for him (laughs) in order for to let it in. Yeah. Throws rocks at windows. Um, there's a scene. Where um they uh they they meet it and then they run to a garage mm-hmm. and the garage door is like stuck. I was telling Aaron about this mm-hmm. the other day. This is one of my favorite scenes. And I'm like, okay, we're good. But it transforms into a little kid. Mm-hmm. It transforms so into it a little kid to get under. Yeah. And it's it's just terrifying. And also, what I like about it is that you can't you can never rest. Mm-hmm. Even though it just walks, it just I, walks. I think the movie's a metaphor for death more than STDs. It's sort of like think about death. No matter how far you run, how long you hide, eventually it's it. going to get you. Yeah, and I think that's what the it is supposed to represent. It's supposed to be you can run, you can pass it on, you can try to repent for everything that you've done, but in the end, it's going to get you, no yeah. matter what. And I like throwing this is this is one of the highest. Rotten Tomato scores I've ever seen for a horror it's movie. It's very underrated, oh, yeah. too. I it, know a lot of people have no idea what it is. I, d- yeah. I didn't watch well, it until this summer. I also I know a lot amazing. of people who think that it's dumb. Like, when I tell them the concept, and I'm like, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's so much more than you have sex with somebody, you die. Like I feel like it's because some people, it's the audience of horror movies a lot of times. They yeah. expect jump scares. They expect the formula yeah. for horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like a jump scare, a dumb girl... <laughs> The blonde. Um, the blonde, the slasher. That's not all horror movies are. It's like there's so much more like with this movie they the psychological don't psychological ones is what mm-hmm. usually yeah. gets me. Yeah, it I usually know. gets me too. Uh, oh, the Rotten Tomato score for It Follows, it had a ninety seven Rotten Tomato score. And it had a sixty six percent audience score. Ninety seven. It had a that's 90, great. It deserves it. It deserves it. It deserves it. I thought that was awesome. How they decided to make it ninety seven because it is such a good movie, and you just you just need to watch it before. <laughs> it's it, on honestly, Netflix. Yeah, right it's now. on Netflix. I, I Definitely recommend. Everybody it. watch the Highly movie. There's only two deaths and only one of them. At two a.m. But very effective deaths, so only very, one of them is gory. Oh, yeah. So very you can cover your eyes. It's the first death. Oh yeah, that. I wish her, her I leg. Saw, I saw that. Backwards. I was like, ooh. Yeah, it really leaves off. That's I do kind of now wish see, that. Like, she, okay, that's what I'm talking about. That that death is way better than than Greg's death. Because yeah, they don't show it. She's just on the phone. She's like, Dad, I'm sorry. And then it cuts to her like mangled on the beach. That's yeah. way better. Yeah. Who is next? All right, Mr. It's me. Devin. Oh, Devin. Big boy. Well, mine is one of my favorite movies, and one of my favorite horror movies is Alien. Great Ooh, choice. Which that's is a really good choice. One is basically created the sci-fi horror genre. I think of a movie before that that was like seriously that really affected the audience in the way that Alien did. And started all franchise. Before, Absolutely. Well, oh yeah. Before no, I can't think of any. It's just it was so, and it came after Star Wars. It's like, 
how I would explain it probably in those in like the 70s term because it came out in 1979 is if you took Jaws and Star Wars and just threw that together. Mashed them together. Yeah. And I just, I love that movie so much. I love the score so much that is, um, oh, what's his name? I have it. Oh, also, a fun fact about Alien. The first time me trying to watch it, Devin tried to show it to me like three times. I fell asleep every time. Always fell asleep. I don't even know why. The I be- love that movie. Because the beginning's very, the beginning's very slow. Yeah. Very, no, no, very sure. slow. And also, speaking of iconic shots, it also has one of the most iconic movie shots with the um, the xenomorph in her ear and the mm-hmm. little xenomorph oh, is yeah. coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Jerry Goldsmith. Jerry, Jerry Goldsmith. Goldsmith. He's done several. He did Air Force One. He was... <laughs> <laughs> Good he, segue. <laughs> he was the uh, composer. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. I love that theme. It's just like so space. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. And I love that you don't really get any background to the crew. You just... you The first um, shot is basically of the spaceship. And you see that the letters like form. And it's just so ominous. Mm-hmm. If I had to describe the movie in one word, it'd be ominous. Yeah. And that's definitely. what I, I just love. And I love the, the style of the ship too. It's very seventies retro mm-hmm. future space. And when did that movie come out? 79, 79. Yeah. And see in the beginning, you don't really know who the protagonist is. Yeah. Cause you're kind of alluding that it's Dallas. Who's yeah. also, he's been in several other movies. You might, I think the only, really huge role i would say is top gun mm-hmm. he's the instructor in top gun but um yeah and then you find out obviously later on it's ripley is their protagonist it was one of the most famous uh female protagonists ever in movies and she, she's one of the smartest female protagonists yeah, for sure yeah. in for sure. movie in horror movie history like a lot of horror movies you have like stupid protagonists like especially yeah Dumb luck. Like, yeah, but she was just like straight brains. Sigourney Weaver she did a really good job. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't like your typical like damsel in distress. She was yeah. like she was bad an action hero protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. She took charge. Mm-hmm. She even went back to get her cat. <laughs> and it's got yeah, it's got several iconic scenes. Obviously, probably another big famous one is the chestburster scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, master. Oh. Just. I'm sure everybody love, knows this, but that wasn't scripted at all. I know. They had yeah, no idea. most people so every, in the every room reaction was, was genuine yeah. in that room. Yeah, I like that how they threw how they threw that in there. Yeah, me too. How they go to LV four two one is the planet, and they go to there and they see the eggs. It's just it's the build up. I love. I love the build up to the movie. Some people would think it's slow. But I don't know. I think it's perfect for that film. I think I think it's like the right the right type of slow. There's I think there's yeah. like two different types of slows. There's like bad slow and then there's like expository slow. Yeah. And I think Alien gets all like the unnecessary stuff out of the way, mm-hmm. and then it goes right into like yeah. the best horror movie, horror sci-fi. Oh yeah, and it's got a lot of themes to the movie too. And like a lot of the themes is actually it involves rape. Yeah. Yeah, because the the way that they designed the xenomorph, which is the alien, it's, it's is supposed, yeah. very like um, what's the word? It starts with an F. Phallic. Phallic. Ph. Like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Very phallic. And the way that how it imp- has to impregnate, mm-hmm. um, which turns into a face, uh, turns into the early stages, and then turns into a face. Oh, no, it's face hugger first, egg, and then it needs a host and. I don't know. I just I love the designs for the movie too. There's so much of that movie that, and it also changed 
sci-fi in general yeah. too. Yeah. It changed the art direction of sci-fi a lot. Mm. Oh yeah. A lot, I thought like it, was... it stepped away from like the the grays that like the big the big eyes and the gray skin. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it gave an art direction to like okay, aliens can be a lot more than that. And that's where you start getting like popular like elites from Halo and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's it's just cuz it's such it's one of the most intimidating Aliens ever. It's a terrifying. Yeah. I would say the f- most intimidating alien. Besides probably the thing. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's I, I I can. It's terrifying. Like if yeah. I ever saw something that I I don't think I could move. Like I would be frozen solid. And how really Scott chose to have the drool mm-hmm. come out from the mouth, the and then it's a mouth and inside of a mouth. Yeah, a mouth acid mouth. blood. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was really original too. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Very original. I, you don't see anything you, like that, especially that, now. You like, still you don't, don't see anything like that. You don't that. see anything like that now. It ages again. One of those horror movies that ages mm-hmm. really, really well. Like Life was just an alien yeah, knockoff. Was, yeah. 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 And it because cool. it was an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just that was such a good film, and that is definitely Ridley Scott's baby. Oh no, it is. Yeah. Oh, even more than Blade Runner. You know, another thing to add into the creepy factor of Alien. The uh the ship the ship that they go in to get you know the where it has all the face huggers, fun fact that entire thing that they're walking on, human bones. Really? Yeah, I, it's true. It's true. The guy who did the set design used actual real human bones that they're walking on. Wow. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that a real um skeleton in the Goonies too? Yep, it is a real <laughs> skeleton in the Goonies. Oh, another fact is that what they used when they were doing the autopsy on the face hugger. Um, Ridley Scott took like several clams, I think from his lunch, uh-huh. and he just mixed it all together to look like juicy and like organic. I that's, just love that. that it's disgusting. Just, when I look at the face and I look at the design, it feels real. Like it's intimidatingly real, like uh-huh. in a sci-fi. Yeah. And another thing, what I love about the movie is that you don't see the monster that much. I feel like when you show the monster way too much in movies, it kind of loses that like unknown factor because mm-hmm. one of the greatest fears that people fear is not seeing yeah the, un- the unknown what they don't it's understand like when, when seaweed touches your leg when you go oh god the man dude your I mind just got the chills just, now your your mind has to make up the rest of it like yeah. it's seaweed touching you but your mind's like that is an octopus trying to drag you underwater <laughs> that's why I 20 really, foot octopus <laughs> i really like blair witch no, I, no, I, I hate terrible. I, I, Where'd you I, get? I, where I, are you getting that from? Oh, they don't even. the fact that you don't see. Well, another one witch. of one of my uh, movies that I'm going to say also involves where you don't see the monster that much. Yeah, which I think started that really. Fair, but yeah, fair. I I love Alien, and it's a revolutionary sci-fi film. And definitely. To close with Alien, it got. A 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. The only thing, it, but and it also with Alien, it came it came with Aliens, mm-hmm. which wasn't really Sky. It was James Cameron, which takes a whole new take on that universe, which is yeah. more of the action adventure. It's one of the best sequels ever. Oh it yeah, got, oh, Aliens yeah. is oh, yeah. fantastic. It got a 99. I would say like in the top five sequels of all time. It Probably. Made, oh yeah. It, it, Probably. Fish, it made Sigourney Weaver a badass. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think the only movie. one really that I can think of who's almost gotten to her level was Terminator 2, Sarah Connor. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. dude, Sigourney, just one line where she's in the mech suit and she's fighting the Get alien away queen. away from her, you bitch. <laughs> it's one of the I best think, lines. I think she's a really good female protagonist. She's like up there with like Charlie's Angels and stuff. Sigourney yeah. Weaver for uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, Matt. So, yeah. Alien. 
Well, uh, I guess we'll move on to mine now. Thickums. Um, I, this is one of my top, is it, like, I saw it when I was... Oh, uh, which one? Which one are you, which one are you talking well, here? I'm just talking Are about... you putting a double whammy? You're putting two movies in one? I'm just... <laughs> You're cheating. You're, yeah, you kind of are, Matt, I'm, but... I'm throwing a little double whammy right there. Let's slide. Um, well, I just want to talk about, like, both of them touch on each Compare one of them. Compare both, yeah. Because... Personally, for me, no. Keep keep going. <laughs> Malaysia <laughs> flight three seventy. Personally, for me, I like the two thousand seventeen one is so much better. Easy. Oh, it is than easily. The, easily easily. But for me, like nostalgically, if I'm looking at it from that way, the first one's like that was the first horror movie I ever watched. That was in fifth grade. That was my first horror movie too, and my. My uncle scared me because, like the the it was like the whole shower scene with the kid in the shower, mm-hmm. and my uncle like kept banging on the door when I went to go take a shower, like right after that. And I opened the door, and he has like like the red shirt and stuff, so it, like freaked me out for a second. And I was scared for like a solid like <laughs> two or three weeks taking a shower. <laughs> it really started the fear of clowns. I just I just oh, didn't, yeah. I just didn't shower for two weeks. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> I didn't shower for two weeks. <laughs> I still don't shower. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Hashtag fuck showers. Um, like Tim Curry's, Tim Curry's it, and Bill Skarsgård. Yep, mm-hmm. Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård just nailed it. Which one do you think is more intimidating? For me, Skarsgård. I yeah. I would have to go with Skarsgård. But Curry Curry was the original. Curry's already messed up in real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not a fan of either of their designs really. I think I I could see I can see that. I think I think Skarsgård's head makes him not intimidating. I think it's too disproportional. It's a bit cartoonish. It's, it's a bit cartoonish. It, yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's too cartoonish. And then for me. Curry Curry's hair just like it's too clown. It's too yeah. too clown. Yeah. Like, and like, it wasn't Skarsgård added like the horror effect and Curry was like funny. Yeah, he was definitely more comedic. Yeah, he was in the a lot 90s more comedic. version. That's what I. That's actually one of the complaints I've heard about. Um, I've heard this actually. You start to like it. Yeah. The, yeah, the, in the first one. The the yeah. surprisingly is like that. Um, the one biggest thing is that Skarsgård isn't funny because kind of Tim Curry is kind of like a dark humorous type of thing. Obviously, he kills kids and all that stuff. Yeah. But he's yeah. like he's funny at the same time. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've all seen the original it where he's just like going like, ha ha, ha ha. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's just like cringy funny. I, I just. I Dude, I was so scared in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the second one or the 2017 adaptation. I like how they're breaking it into two parts. Definitely an upgrade. Yeah, it's an upgrade. And it, the 90s version is not even really a movie. It's, it's a, a mini series. Yeah. What the, the thing that I love about the 2017 um, version of it. Is that it feels like in 1980s, like it does, like like a Sandlot yeah. or Goonies type of Goonies like, meets kids Nightmare adventure. on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I love about it so much. It's a, like I will, I'm not even from the 80s, but like those type of movies give me like a sense of nostalgia that I yeah. I don't even know why I have. Oh yeah, I grew up with 80s and 90s. Movies. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I I can't say I know the type of nostalgia that it gives somebody that grew up in the 80s, but I I watch that stuff. I was always a big Goonies fan, and Seeing seeing like kids go on adventures, it's always like it's like fun to me because it's them making dumb decisions, not adults making dumb decisions. And I like that they cursed a lot. 
Yeah. Because it's yeah. not like your stereotypical, like, innocent kid. They don't yeah. know anything. Yeah. It's more realistic. Yeah. For sure. And they're all in middle school going, like, what are they, like, eighth grade? Yeah. Like, I was just kind of like that, too. I cursed all the time when I was in eighth just grade. Just not in front of your parents. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, I just gotta say one thing. That is literally the parents in that movie in the town is terrible. Worst oh, yeah. town parents ever. I that's <laughs> a horror movie trope though. Useless police. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But yeah. like the girl, like um the girl, like you know Betty. she um Beverly. She kills her dad in one scene with a toilet seat and just it's just never talked about. Like, <laughs> never talked I know, about yeah. like and the I uh, killed my dad. <laughs> the Even though he deserved it, but still just like as a town, just like, oh yeah, he's dead. Let's get over there. Next thing. I like when, how each one of them had a different fear. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think the one that, that really I thought was the most realistic is, um, what, what was the Jewish kid's name? I Stanley. Where, like he walked into his dad's Stanley. office and he sees that one painting mm-hmm, that just mm-hmm. freaks him out. Because like everybody has that thing in their childhood that they're really scared of. Mm-hmm. It could be like a very obscure thing, like a painting at your grandma's house or your grandma had a weird doll in the room. <laughs> something yeah. like that. I I like um the dead body in my room always gets me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um I forgot the forgot the guy's name, the the black kid. Um mm, what's his fear again? I forgot his name. I let me What's his fear? Let me look. Oh, his fear was his house burned down oh, and his parents yeah. his parents were banging on his door mm-hmm. trying to like help him out or like escape their room. Mhm. And their hands were like coming through. Oh the door. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was that was to me probably the most realistic out of all of them. Like like Devin said, like the painting, but his actually happened. His is like traumatic. His is yeah. tra- like, like something that would like legitimately PTSD. stick yeah. with you. Yeah. And, and I like how Richie's was just clowns. Clown. Clowns. Clown. Rational fear. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a fear of clowns. Maybe maybe that's why I don't like the costume design because I'm not personally a fan. I mean, of clowns. I I, I am been. to an extent. Not I think the idea of a clown trying to kill you is terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I think anyway. more, more terrifying. creepy, but they don't like yeah, make don't my skin crawl because I don't think. Yeah. I'm just not scared of clowns or dolls. Me neither. Dolls, dolls. I'm okay. That's why with. I can't, I've had experiences. That's why I can't watch Chucky. I just can't. I, just, I don't feel like a, a doll can wrestle with me. I'm oh just yeah, that, it, it, it just it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it's just not. I can't suspend my disbelief that much. Yeah. But, um, I, um. And then Mike. Mike was the the big chubby kid, who, who liked going into dairy history and seeing the, the kid with like the head chopped off. Yeah, I didn't get like his fear didn't show up again in the movie. What's the limit? No, there's no limit. Oh, okay. But um, the I didn't get his fear, and I don't think it ever showed up again. Did it? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, one time when they're fighting the clown in the sewers. It just, the clown changes into him for like a uh, brief second, half a second. Doesn't it share the same universe as The Shining? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. All, this, all of Stephen King's yeah, that books whole universe and novels. is connected by yeah. some like turtle or something. It's like, like that. Yeah, um, the, the weird ass <laughs> turtle. Yeah, it's like they all have um every kid who's been through like a very traumatic experience have the, uh, the power to have like, like, like a vi- isn't it called like the vision or something like that? Yeah. No, it's called The Shining. The Shining. It's called The yeah, Shining. Hence the, the movie. And they all like if they all have um, traumatic experiences. Also, the um the movie also the most of the kids' experiences like their traumatic experience kind of changed. Actually, I think all the kids have the shining. No, they that, do all. They that, all do have the shining. That's why they can fight back with it. And, yeah. and um, the the black guy is also. Um, oh yeah, he has the shining too. Yeah, 
Because in, in the Shining, the black guy in the Shining. Yeah, he does. That's oh, how yeah, he's yeah. able to talk him with and them. Him the kid, yeah. And he's he's in it, it right. I've only seen it once. Mm, the black. Oh, he's, like, he's, he's like referenced in it somehow th- or something. They referenced like that. the turtle. They referenced the yeah. turtle. By like it was a little toy in um Georgie's room. Mm-hmm. They actually reference a lot of things, and also you see kind of see its true form uh-huh is I the, the three lights i never got that like i know it's like i just but i don't know how i don't see how that's like it's fear itself i never understood well that. i guess it's because just it's like it's purest form obviously it's kind of hard to interpret through a movie because you know it's obviously it's three lights mm-hmm. it looks from the audience but like when you in the universe when you look upon three night lights there's like nothing you could do mm-hmm. like that's why um beverly like freezes and like it's like stuck in like midair, almost like in a coma. Oh yeah. I think I think shape shifting might be the most intimidating idea yeah. there is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The it like it literally manifests your deepest fears, and I that's 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 like that's the legitimately power. terrifying. I like how they yeah. play on that because not a lot of movies feed. He feeds off of fear, mm-hmm. and he leaves the kids. He it's kind of like Freddy, though. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't eat the kids because. In his world, the more scared they are, the better they taste. Except Georgie. Except yeah. Georgie. Except Georgie. <laughs> Poor little Georgie. He was just like... That was a brilliant intro. Story. They don't show that in... in no, I love that in the new one because they actually show... Because that's like a taboo in horror yeah. movies of kids dying. And they actually show Shouldn't Georgie be. get his arm bit off. Just like, he's like straight dra- up. And he's like is trying to crawl away. That like, is dude. haunting. He's trying to crawl away in the rain. He's got one arm and he's bleeding. And then yeah. all you see is the hands stretch out. And he just he's takes like him under. screaming for and his dad. In that the, is haunting. In the original, they don't they don't show that. I can't remember. I didn't know did. if they were going to show. I was in theater. I was like, are they going to show it? Or is it just going to cut away? No, you just see um, Tim Curry's teeth in the original one. That's right. Yeah. And then it just cuts away. You yeah. Know, that's dumb. You know what? One thing I liked about that scene, uh, before if we move on, is like um, the Bill Skarsgård. Like you see him talking, and if you really pay attention, he's drooling. Oh yeah, he's drooling. It's oh, not yeah. the rain. Yeah, no, it's not the rain. It's because he's you know he's under the um, he's under the drain, and you just see drool come under. From I like how he changes his eyes too. He he does that. He Bill Skarsgård does that. He doesn't like. He, doesn't he changes have any... his eyes. <laughs> no, Eugene. <laughs> how do you learn this power? He just grabs him and rips him out of his head. No, he he moves. He's able to like move his eyes in a way that oh just yeah, move a little makes bit it outwards. So yeah. creepy and like yeah, he's an or it's like an animal. Guy. Yeah, like lazy eye. I'm excited to see him in the new one, the 2019. I think yeah, I I thought that was very clever at the end. Hopefully, hopefully they release the, it as um, one full movie at one point. They yeah. will. They'll, once it comes to DVD, they'll they'll but, do it. It'll be told like an epic, like like an epic story. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm I like at the end of the first season, it's like twenty or thirty years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. At twenty seven years, it comes around every twenty seven years. Yeah. So uh, twenty-seven. What what it get on Rotten Tomatoes? To end the first it on Rotten Tomatoes got a fifty-six, and then it's sixty-three audi- three sixty-three percent on audience scores, and then the twenty seventeen adaptation got eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and then it had an eighty-four percent audience score. Basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah basically yeah. same thing. So yeah, and you know, um, Stephen King based uh it off of Bozo the Clown. That was a serial killer in the 
in the fifties. I think his name his name was John Wayne. Oh no no no, John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. That, he's John the only, Gacy. He's the only person. He's the only clown I'll ever heard of because my dad. I don't know. He told me about him one time when I was little. I don't know why, but it just scared the shit, scared hey, the son. shit out of me. Hey, son, let me tell you about this serial killer. <laughs> Sits you on lap. <laughs> so, so Bozo the Clown! Um, it's about time we've had this talk, son. <laughs> um, Move on to Clint. Yeah, well, His second one. I'm, was, I mean, I'm gonna save it's Clint's my, second movie. I want to save um, the one that was supposed to be my second one to be my last one. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead with a uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre absolutely brilliant that is a brilliantly horrifying movie in my opinion mm-hmm. uh obviously if you haven't seen it it's the guy who started the whole entire with the chainsaw thing leather the other face, face. Leather loosely leather based face. on ed gein yeah ed yep. and however you say it an actual this is ba- like loosely based on true events which mm-hmm. is probably the most terrifying thing about this oh for real for real and um it actually came out before halloween so you could say that this movie ins- also inspired halloween uh, the graphics in the movie still stand up to today. It's not even the graphics. I just think it's the actors and yeah. just the concept is, I just think mm-hmm. it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Horror movies should really follow that formula of not getting big name actors and actresses. Oh, I so love that. T- me too. I, to like I really like suspend your disbelief, you can't really like recognize like, oh, there's Matthew McConaughey. So I'm watching a movie right Matthew now. Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. Jack Black, and Angelina Jolie <laughs> are in a horror movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are they really? No. no. <laughs> but um, it just doesn't work. No, it doesn't. And then obviously you don't hear these names a lot either. We after even after the movie. Yeah. But um, if you don't know it, it's about a uh, girl and a group, a girl and her brother, and uh, their group of their friends are going back to their house because um, their grandfather's house in Texas. Because they heard that his grave was um, disturbed. His grave was disturbed, was like dug out, uh, defaced. And um, they uh, pick up a hitchhiker. And then the hitchhiker ends up um, cutting the brother. And he cuts himself because they didn't give him money for a photo or something like that. And they kick him out of the truck. And they um, they end up stumbling upon uh, a house. And then, you know, their friends go in it and they investigate it. I forgot for some reason. But then probably one of the most scariest scenes, in my opinion... And um, fun fact, I actually watched this movie. I accidentally stepped in. My parents were watching this movie, and uh, I accidentally stumbled upon this scene. I was seven years old, so you can imagine. <laughs> it was it was um, the guy. He's uh, he's looking through um he's looking through the house, and then all of a sudden, you see Leatherface come around the corner with a hammer, mm-hmm. kills him instantly, and then the girl sees him. She tries to run away. He grabs her and then impales her on a meat hook. Mm-hmm. The, that's the, probably the most the thing that's intimidating about leatherface is that he doesn't have like the supernatural the walk element, and catch yeah. up to you like jason and uh michael myers he's just like a, a legitimately big country guy with a chainsaw it makes yeah, it more like, real too the yeah. scene the scene where um the chick is running out of the building and he just picks her up one hand and takes her back mm-hmm. inside absolutely terrifying Heck yeah, it does. You parked on the wrong side of the road. Is that your milk? Uh, yeah. Why would it not be? (laughs) How you doing, man? Yeah. Good. Good. How you guys doing the episode? We're doing good. Do you need? We're doing good till you showed up. (laughs) What? How close are you guys? Do you want? Do you want? Do you want your computer right now? Probably like a little over. Because I started it late. Do you want? Do you want your computer now, Ryan? We could always finish Um, it a little bit later. If you need to do homework on, you can use mine. If you oh, unless your unless your stuff's on there. 
Unless I could, you have I can try to log in on something. I should do my econ. Oh yeah. Mine's open. Or you can use Devin's because he's not even using. Yeah, use yeah. Use, use mine. Bro, your password was like legitimately not huh? working. Huh? No, no. And it was freaking us out. My password. Like, <laughs> Romans one one two. Do I just click? All right now, but yeah, the um, the scene. Oh, actually, the uh, scene where he comes out with the hammer and uh, hits and kills the guy. It's uh, that's improv. Really? He didn't, no, yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know what. No one knew what um, no one knew what uh, Leatherface was gonna look like. Mm-hmm. So he came out with that. Came him coming out of the corner and scaring the guy. That's a genuine scare. That's terrifying. Uh, I actually do. Well, I kind of, I kind of already explained the uh, movie already. I know. But it was our lone gum and throwback for, for last week's for October. I gave it a seventy-four, and let me tell you why. The reason why I gave it a seventy-four because not many people know this, but this movie is. What's the word? It pushes an agenda. Mm-hmm. If you believe it or not, this movie pushes an agenda for veganism, veganism yeah. and vegetarianism. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because it is explaining that if obviously the cannibalism, if it was like us, us being butchered like animals and being fed, yeah, and that's kind of like what we're doing to animals right now. And so that's what I was like, eh, I don't really. I mean, it's effective. But I don't like it when movies kind of like you know here push this propaganda. Is, yeah, this is what we need to do. I think I think I think if that's the intention of the movie to push propaganda, it's okay. But in a film like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, when it's not clear, I don't really care about yeah. <laughs> vegetarian. Yeah, I don't yeah, think no any cares. audience. I just want to watch people die. Like yeah. Yeah. Peter, Peter prays to it like we played it. We, like we prayed to Man of Steel. <laughs> oh, every single every, night. Every night they watch. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, every member of the Lord, My Lord's Prayer is <laughs> every, the entire script for Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Man of Steel. <laughs> I pray it just... What, what do they call it? Um, uh, I can't remember it. Henry anyway. Cavill? No, it was... Um, the Messiah. The Gospel of Steel. <laughs> the Gospel of Steel, Steel, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's pretty much it for what I have for Texas Chainsaw. All so. right. To close with that, um, that Texas Chainsaw... Second. Got an 88 on Rotten Tomatoes and an 81 audio audience score. So very nice, very, very close nice. together. Yeah. Another high horror movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So your next. All right, now it's on to Aaron. It's on to me. King Ghidorah. <laughs> okay. Um, my second movie is Nightmare on Elm Street three. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Um, to me, it's the best in the series. It's the perfect blend of campy, stupid 80s horror and legitimate horror. Um, it has, to me, the two of the top five kills in the series. One of them being the marionette where he jumps off the building, but it looks like he's being played like a puppet by Freddy. And the iconic Let's Get High death where he stabs the junkie with his finger knives that turned into um meth i don't know the whole movie robert england got to experiment a lot he got his first improv line with the welcome to prime time and then he kills the girl by slamming her into the tv um nancy is gorgeous in that movie the best she's ever looked oh yeah (laughs) um i don't know i something about that movie i watched it when i was like 13 years old 
and it's just it's just so fun to watch. I can turn it on when it's when I want to watch it, and I can turn it on when I don't want to watch it, and just as, as background noise. And um, yeah, that's that's my second pick. One one thing I'd like to I'd like to add for that is that um, I think Nightmare on Elm Street as a series has probably and you can yell at me if you want, but I think it's the best horror series in terms of like a slasher because we kind of like I think because I think after that which one was it I was talking to Aaron about this yesterday. It's better than Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, it's better than yeah. Friday, and it ages. I think it ages well, and as a film, it's better, and as a film series, it's better than Halloween and um. And uh, Friday the Thirteenth series. I think, I think Halloween's the worst of the slasher. Because you only get like we'll Carpenter's first one is. <laughs> we will talk about that. Very. I oh, yeah, I personally yeah. really like that one, but you go on and then you get the Rob Zombie adaptations. We'll talk about Halloween like, later. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk we'll about, about Halloween later. But, but um, Nightmare on Elm Street, they keep consistent with it's decent films. I and it's creative, West, too. That's yeah. the one West thing I like Cra- about it. It's, it's very the, creative. Yeah, Besides it uh, Wes Craven's Scream, I think that's his most creative oh, yeah. idea yeah, 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 yeah. ever. I, it's I think, such a I cool think concept. It is. And that's what I was about to say. I was going to say the premise of Nightmare on Elm Street is way more terrifying than any other slasher because you have to sleep. You don't have to go to Camp Crystal Lake. You don't have to. Yeah, all you have to do is not go there. Yeah, but in, in, in Nightmare on Elm Street, I mean, I guess if you live on Elm Street, but everybody on Elm Street has to sleep, yeah. and yeah. That, that, that's that's terrifying. They do everything they can to stay awake. They burn cigarettes on themselves. They cut themselves. They take um, hypnocil, I think it's called. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the dream suppressant, so they literally don't dream when they sleep, but it doesn't work because it's a horror movie. Of course, it's so original. It makes you think of like what would happen in real life. Like, how would you deal with something like that? Mm -hmm. It's unavoidable. Exactly. Like, there's no there's no rules in the dream world. Like, Jason, just run or get in a car, you know. But it won't work because it's a horror movie. But realistically, that's how you could solve that problem. But Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's like the world is falling apart and you can't do anything about it because there's no rules. Like, Freddy turns into a giant worm. He turns into her dad. He turns into a giant man who's operating a puppet machine. He turns into a TV. Like, you, yeah. can't, you can't expect that kind of stuff. Yeah. Johnny Depp in the first one. That's <laughs> Johnny Depp. Johnny he goes into the bed Honestly. and, like, listens to a huge fountain of blood. That was a crazy kill. That was. Yeah. That really was. That's memorable, too. I think it's the most effective Why one Why are you watching me. your cartoons yeah. with your tracks playing? <laughs> <laughs> the way they the way they shot that, the one where he's upside down, all the, all the blood comes down like a geyser, they, they uh-huh. uh, nailed the room upside down. Oh, oh really? Yeah. really? It's, it's an actual like that. upside down that. room. And, that's like, dope. The, the blood's like actually falling onto the ground. That's cool. It's pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. And I love Freddy Krueger's design. Yeah. He gets a backstory in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't it also based on? It's also based on true events too. Nightmare on Elm Street. Is the, it? Yeah, I think so. That's why I heard Freddy By is the janitor. Yeah, Freddy is the his character is based. Obviously, not the dream aspect, but yeah. he was who he was before. Got burned to death. Yep. Also a serial killer, I think. Wasn't it? It was by kids, right? Yeah, he killed mm-hmm. them. That's why he targets kids. No, the parents, because the he. No, it targeted was the parents. Kid. Because yeah, the parents burned him, so he punishes he their kids. kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that's what the mom says in the first one. Mm-hmm. That she was a part of it. Um. It says, Wes Craven said that he got the idea for a Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, a nightmare that could kill from a newspaper article. He read about the mysterious deaths of several Southeast Asian refugees. The refugees, seven, 17 men and one woman, hailed the mountainous provi- 
province, province of Laos called Hmong. Hmong. They fled the United States and um basically said that Hmong were an isolated people forced into the modern world by war. Oh, here. All 18 refugees were found dead in their beds with the official cause of death listed as probable cardiac arrhythmia. I don't know what that means. Heart attack, um, probably. Yeah. Had a heart attack when they're sleeping. Summing that up, it's based on loose events. Yeah. yeah. Lo- loosely based on events. I mean, yeah. everything nowadays is based well, yeah. loose on if events. If you think about any like fictional story, it, it has to come. Each from story has like a seed of truth. Yeah, I mean, to yeah. and then like one of something, some inspiration from the somewhere. Strangers that just came out, like the Strangers Pray at Night. It yeah, was that's one of the terrible. Ones. Garbage. It was, ga- it was <laughs> Pray terrible. at Night garbage. They switched it up from the first one. So the first one was actually not bad for an indie, but the second one, the it's second just one was so just, random. And then yeah. they had this whole '80s music. Yeah, theme. I don't know why they they went for the like nothing about that movie was '80s. I don't know why they tried to like advertise it as '80s. I don't know why. I'm not even a big fan of the first one, to be honest. The first one wasn't good. There's a lot of just like... But I thought it was going to be awful, and yeah. it was not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Eve Tyler didn't do that bad either. No. <laughs> yeah, but going back to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I just think it's a very good series in general. And the third one I really enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. It's a better series than... Yeah. Then Friday the 13th and, and Halloween combined. Yeah. Halloween H2O. <laughs> oh, and no. Resurrection with Buster Rhymes. <laughs> I think Friday the 13th is the best slasher. Slasher series. It's the quintessential slasher. Yeah. yeah. Even with even of. with all the dry spots from, what is that, like 1, 4, 5. But... I, I don't know. I think I think it has the the highest highs, but it also has the lowest lows. Yeah. 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 And then to wrap uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three Dream Warriors up, it recorded a seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, that sixty seven percent audience score. Yeah. So it's not as high as the first one, but no, no. It just that's uh, supposed to be kind of campy. Yeah. 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 It's definitely better than two. For sure. Yeah. Two is like a spoof. Freddy's Revenge. <laughs> the end with the bus. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's like, what? I thought I was going to see the Looney Tunes emblem at the end of the second <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, okay. So now it's on to my second one. I don't know. It's kind of a big one. I don't know if you've heard of it, but The Shining. Never heard of it. The Shining What's movie that? party at uh, <laughs> Alan Draft House. Uh, yeah, they just go to this uh, hotel and they go crazy. Ah. So be careful. Don't ever... Trust your um, quality ends. <laughs> yeah, that's the moral of the story. Okay, so now on to my th- uh, second. <laughs> <one. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, The Shining, huge movie, one of Stanley Kubrick's best movies, came out in 1980, and uh, to me, it's it's the psychological part because it's kind of like a slow burn. Yeah, it's not fast. It's not your typical horror movie, but I just love. The cinematography for that movie. Oh yeah, the hotel is gorgeous. Yeah, it is. And it's the a, whole it's setting an is. Place. If you didn't yeah. know, it's an actual place in mm-hmm. Colorado, isn't it? Yeah, is it Colorado? yeah, I think so. And Stephen King actually stayed at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those... Actually, fun fact, just to say right away, Stephen King did not like Stanley Kubrick's version of The Shining. He hates it. He but universally again, hates it. Honestly, I can't always trust Stephen King, though. And <laughs> I no. mean, book wise, he's the go. Okay, of Christine. Horror movies. If you if you guys hear, uh, there's actually a mini series that he made, just like it we did with it. He did it for The Shining, I, and he I directed it. he directed it. 
if you really want to try Stephen King yeah. as a director, watch that, and you you will change. Your opinion is going to change immediately. Trust me. I think the filmmaking for that uh, for the for the movie was just I think one of the scariest aspects because the way that especially when um I forgot what the young child actor who plays uh what's his name the kid the actor or the his name in the movie his name in the movie let me see I'm obviously not gonna know his real name that's probably gonna pull up for me. <laughs> Um, there it is. Dan- Danny, 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 Danny. Yeah, that's what it and is. And the actor's and name the way is that he's, like, he's going down the hallways, and then oh, the way that the right. camera just turns, which actually, the way that they film that the the hallways actually it makes no sense to the the location. Mm-hmm. Like it, it um on isn't the scale it, wise, it makes no sense. Isn't it supposed to um? Didn't he design a lot of his shots to mimic like a maze? Yeah. So like the yeah. hotel yeah. felt a lot bigger than it was, and mm-hmm. it was sort of like this inescapable mm-hmm. hell yeah. that they were living. Isolation. In. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's supposed yeah. to have this whole like. It's definitely one of those it. scariest movies from isolation. Oh, yeah, that you can think sure. of because oh. it's like if you really think you get snowed in, and you know the family stays there. If you if you haven't seen it before, the family stays there. Jack Torrance, who's the lead role, basically played by Jack Nicholson. Awesome. Well, I think his amazing performance, arguably but one of his best roles. His best oh yeah, role. Jack Torrance. It, his, his slow, Wendy. His slow <laughs> descent into madness. Yeah, actually, you can kind of see the hint in the beginning, but from the the story arc, the character arc from him in the beginning to the end. Yeah, actually, there is something that I, I read something online yesterday. It's very interesting. I saw um, someone say that. Jack was always like that. It's just the hotel showed Bunch his true. It showed his true self mm-hmm. yeah, because it didn't affect really the other two. I mean, the kid was already he had, he had the shining. Because if you obviously in the he's an alcoholic, mm-hmm. he's an alcoholic. You see that mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie, and um, he has a history of hitting his kid, mm-hmm. hitting his kid when he's drunk. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, the hotel didn't make him into that. It just opened up yeah it it opened him up to who he really is in which he is a he's a psychopath <laughs> that movie is one of the most like theorized movies oh yeah to oh me. yeah like it's like that inception um those are like the two main ones that i always see like oh interesting theory reveals that Jack top Torn. 10 theories on inception or top yeah. 10 theories pulp on fiction, pulp fiction is another pulp, one yeah. this week on watch mojo's top 10 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's like theories that like jack torrance is the hotel and it's like a yeah. metaphor for his brain and stuff yeah. like that and yeah. like he's always lived at the hotel he's like actually dead and stuff like that there's so many so it's a movie that requires several viewings yeah yeah because you you definitely won't get everything the first time I think that's a movie you should watch when you're 10, 18, 21, and then like 35. Because you'll have, uh, yeah, you'll have a, a different one. perspective on every it single every time. single time. Um, Matt, uh, can you look this up for me? I'm not sure if this is correct. I think Stephen King was mad either about... I think he was mad about the way Jack was portrayed in the movie. I think oh, that's... The, I, I, think I that's, remember I think, yeah, saying that, that, that was, he didn't work. like Jack's portrayal in the movie... I'll look up That's the what direct he just quote. Said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his um his portrayal of Jack Nicholson's portrayal of not Stephen Hawking because in- <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hawking because <laughs> wrote I- The Shining <laughs> because um he hated it. I remember- I hated this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um not my work because in the ending in the miniseries is is different than it is in the movie yeah. because in the um in the miniseries. It, uh, jumps forward to his kid, gradu- his kid graduating. Um, I think it's high school, or college, 
and you see the ghost of his dad for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, the ghost of his dad's like congratulating him. And it's I heard I heard people actually like that ending better than it inspired so many other things, especially that has to do with hotels. Oh no, it inspired the whole entire or like, anything that has to do with isolation in a place like that. And even then, like even in theory, the thing's scary. Like he has to. They're the only ones in the hotel, and it's infamously, it's infamously known as haunted. Yeah. Oh, and then Jack Nicholson makes out with an old naked lady. Oh, oh man, like, that's probably Best scene in the movie. I have, I have a quote from uh, Stephen King talking about how like he okay. talks about The Shining. He said in an uh, interview with Rolling Stone, um, he said, The book is hot. The movie is cold. The book ends in fire. The movie in ice. The book is... There's an actual arc where you see this guy, Jack Torrance, trying to be good. And little by little, he moves over to this place where he's crazy. And as far as I was concerned, when I saw the movie, Jack was crazy from the first scene. That yeah, is kind of true. true. Yeah, now that I really think... Yeah. That's, I, you could tell there's a hint there, like there's something behind that guy. Yeah, it just takes us something just to push him off the edge. I, I think that I has a lot to do with that. Jack Nicholson too, because like the way he has, he's he such acts. a commanding presence when he's on on screen, and it's just like no matter what he's, he could be like the nicest guy in a movie, but it's just like I don't know, like Jack Nicholson, and he's kind of crazy. Like no matter what role he's yeah. playing, in. yeah, it's always theorized that Jack Nicholson always just plays a version of himself. <laughs> It's like it's yeah, like a different that, version of himself. Like, yeah, like he was a really good Joker too. Yeah, oh, no, he's, he's a, a great phenomenal jo- Joker. Great, I think Joker. he's the best on-screen Joker. And I, I will take I will take the heat for that. Any day. I respect. I respect. <laughs> the Moses brothers would say otherwise. Um, he uh he went on to say in that interview, I had to keep my mouth shut at the time. It, it was a screening, and Nicholson was there. But I'm thinking to myself, the minute he's on the screen. Oh, I know this guy. I've seen him in five motorcycle movies where Jack Nicholson played the same part. And it's so misogynistic. I mean, Wendy Torrance is just presented at this sort of... Is just presented as this sort of screaming dishrag. But that's just me. That's the way I am. (laughs) He's like... He's so... He's he's a guy who's like never pleased. He's so... He sounds so pretentious. Like, I don't don't really read a lot of Stephen King. I read Misery, It, um, The Shining, and a couple of other ones. I read The Shining. I never read. Reading you both reading The Shining, do you honestly think that The Shining, the book, is better than the movie? Uh, No, I always think the movies are better than the books. I I, I have to disagree just from my standpoint. Like, the book, all Stephen King's books, It and The Shining, those are the two that I've read. It's it's like a thousand something pages, but they allow your mind to travel. I feel like if I read The Shining, though, I would imagine the exact place. Yeah. Like, like not even, like, knowing what it already looks like. I obviously do, but, like, I think I would imagine an exact place. Something that looks so big, so secluded. Stephen King has this, um, like, interesting ability to take you exactly where he wants to take you. Like, a lot of authors and, like, um, filmmakers can't take you where they're actually trying to take you but Stephen King what he writes and what's in his mind is exactly what's going to be in your mind yeah it's just it's certain, something about his style it's just it's it's what makes him unique yeah no work in all play yeah yeah <laughs> he um i think that, it's really easy to make an uh not easy excuse me i think it's really i don't know the word i'm looking for it but i'll use easy as a, as a placeholder it's easy to make a stephen king adaptation because you have so much to work with yeah. and it's it, it's it's hard to mess it up in the sense that 
if you have questions, you can always refer back to the book because there's so much detail. Yeah. He covers everything like from down to like personality traits that the characters have. Yeah. That would be picked up on on screen. And um, yeah, just Stephen King's pretty yeah. cool. The there's Shining just always has hit me ever since I saw. I think the first time I saw it was, I believe, eleven or twelve. So yeah, I kind of did see, saw mm-hmm. it like at an early age, and I was like, whoa. But obviously did not understand that yeah. much <laughs> at yeah. that time. And I've watched it several times. I think I've seen it a total of four or five times. I've seen it like two times. Yeah, and it has some of the most iconic scenes. Like two, for me, two of the most iconic scenes in horror movie history is one here's where yeah, mm-hmm. here's Johnny when he knocks down the door and you just see Nicholson's face like peering in. It's and like, and the, two, the two little girls scene. The two little girls. Oh, I forgot about them. Red, like, rum, red rum. Red rum, too. Red rum. Red, red, rum. red rum. And Tony. <laughs> when he's in the, the maze, the hedge maze, the kid pulls off one of the smartest moves in horror movie history. Back Backtracking his steps. Steps like, in the snow. It's like... I forgot how old Danny is. He's like, what, eight, nine? He's a smart kid, yeah. though. He was Telepath. smart. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. was, it was a it was really good act acting. The way yeah. that he did, how he switched off to, like, Tony. Yeah. I think that's really amazing to do it at that age. Yeah, it yeah. is. You also have to get credit to Kubrick. Like, he is yeah. a master behind the camera. And a master at ruining Shelley Duvall's life. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, I would say Stanley Kubrick... Is the best visual filmmaker. It makes some of the most boringest movies sometimes. Yeah, dude. 2001. Yeah. You know how long that movie is? <laughs> it is a legitimate odyssey. Yeah. And uh, to wrap The Shining up, if that's all we have to say about yeah, The Shining. Yeah, I mean, I think if you haven't seen The Shining, it's definitely in the top 10 horror movies you should definitely see oh, in your yeah. lifetime. It's also top 10 movies you should see for sure. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And also, I, it's a classic. Ch- check out some more Stephen King movies. We've already two Stephen King movies are in this list. Mm-hmm. It and yeah. The Shining. I recommend Misery for anybody that. Uh, that's a Misery really good, good one. Really good Don. movie. James Caan. Yeah. Kathy, what's the What's the woman's really Kathy, 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 Kathy Bates. Bates. She mm-hmm. gets. Uh, she got an Oscar for best uh, yeah. best actress yeah. that year, and then disappeared, and then came back. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I won't. I won't spoil that one for you, listeners. But it's pretty. Uh, it's very Shining esque. Yeah, also, um, it is Gerald's Game on Netflix is yeah, a Gerald. very wasn't, good movie. Wasn't too. that fa- Stephen King's favorite book to write? Yeah, was Misery. Misery, Misery, it, had Misery. To, like, it, it relates to him. Yeah. It was really, it was really yeah, self-insertive. Yeah. Um, The Shining on Rotten Tomatoes got an eighty-six. Should be way higher. It got an eighty-six, but then audience score got a ninety-three. I honestly think it should be a ninety-seven. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Because there's really nothing I can think wrong about that movie. Unless I if bet, I read the book. I bet everybody, I was just about to say, I bet everybody that rated it lower than it should be either is a huge fan of the book. Or saw Sarah's Born on the same or, or doesn't understand. Or wanted more like slasher elements. Yeah. Like they, they yeah. went into it with the wrong yeah. expectation. The or they just too. didn't understand the movie either. Either. That or they don't like the pacing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's I, hate it, that. it, it I hate that. It can come sometimes. off the slope. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I love the ending too. I just yeah. want to add that. Yeah, yeah. he's in the, the photo. The zoom in of the photo. Yeah. Well, I guess to uh, move on to my second one, Matt's um, second one. My second is The Conjuring. That's probably it's modern day. It's one of oh, the it's best a, horror I think movies. Modern day, yeah. 
Because you, we don't see a lot of, like, genuinely <laughs> good horror movies nowadays. <laughs> Stub my finger. <laughs> you don't see a lot of good horror movies nowadays. And when I saw The Conjuring, it was like... Yeah, now it's this... special effects heavy. And, yeah. I mean, I like saying it wasn't back then. But it's just like, now they sacrifice storytelling and just 100% jump scare. Yeah, I the the Conjuring wasn't 100% jump scare. I didn't feel like it was like yeah. it was. I don't want to say slow, but it was like it kept a good pacing to it, mm-hmm. and it allowed the viewers to see what was going on and to understand and how they were worried. Like the family, I forgot the family's name, but do they you were, like Conjuring better than Insidious? A hundred percent. I do. I, I, I think Insidious is overrated. Insidious is what? It's With Dark PG-13, Mall. Right? Insidious, Dark isn't, Mall. Insidious isn't a horror movie. It is a um, kind of like a dark adventure. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I don't think Insidious is good at all. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Darth I Mall. Think it's overrated. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's listening to the music from SpongeBob in the first episode. I know. <laughs> like, that's so stupid. I, know. I don't know why. That... But, like, The Conjuring. It's given way to all these new horror movies. I'm not saying all good, of them are good. Bad or okay. <laughs> I'm not saying all of them are good. Like, The Nun was Garbage. terrible. I don't know why they... Uh, Annabelle, the origin, Annabelle I creation like was okay. There's lore to the Conjuring universe, yeah. but at the same time, I don't think... I, I feel like nothing... I feel like today... Things are over-explained. Yeah. I like ambiguity. I, I am not a fan of The Conjuring That's at all. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of James Wan at all, to Ooh. be honest. I, I, I don't like think he's ever Con- made a film also that insidious. I like. Also insidious. Why, Aaron? Um. Okay, let's see. He made Saw 1 through 3D. Oh, all Saw. garbage. Um, Conjuring, garbage. Conjuring 2, garbage. What else does he have? Dead Silence, garbage. Oh, Dead Silence. Aquaman. Uh, Wahlberg, Aquaman is probably going to be garbage. It probably um, yeah. <laughs> Insidious, Insidious Chapter 2, Insidious Chapter 3, The Conjuring 2. His best work is Lights Out. Oh, I love that I've never movie. seen that. I love Lights that movie. Out is extremely, never seen it. extremely underrated. It it's is. not talked it about that much. It's a really cool concept. I've actually been wanting to see that for a while because I kind of like did not want to see it. Because I feel like it was like, okay, mm-hmm. 12% Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Lights. It was, out. It was really Nobody good talks about it. It feeds off of the fear of darkness itself. See, it's really good concepts that are executed really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Get Out too. is a really good Get concept. Get Out's brilliant. That I was executed I, wow, well. Wow, I, that's, some, that's the first time we mentioned it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I forgot that was a horror movie. Yeah. It, a it horror was so comedy. Good. Yeah. It's like really, really, Satire. really subtle dark comedy. Yeah. You know what I do? Actually, there's one thing you want to say about The Conjuring. It's not original. Mm-hmm. It's, no, not it's, ori- it's, it's not original. It's not original at all. It takes off of uh, Amityville Horror. Yep. But it's just, it just works. Cause I think it's because it's due to the uh, obviously the directing and then also very heavily due to the acting. I think that's what's the Vera, most part Vera of it. Vera Faminga? Yeah, it's not. She's really good. She is. Really good. And Patrick Wilson. The family. No, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think the family. I That's think James the family Wan's is boy. very underrated. Yeah. Like not a lot of people talk about the family because the like family the, and the, the Conjuring. Kid, the kids in it were really, really good. good. I forgot, the wife in it I was forgot, too, like, and so was Joey, the husband. Joey King is it? Is yeah. that the girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, she was really good in it too, and I don't. I think that I'm not saying all Conjuring spinoffs are good. I just think they're 
decent watches if you, you know, like horror You know movies. what's the thing with those? It's the ones that are the prequel prequels that are actually semi-okay. Annabelle Creation. And the first Annabelle is trash. Mm-hmm. The Annabelle Creation's actually not bad. Not great. It's, it's like it's right in the great. middle. It's not bad. At least for me it was. And I actually then, haven't seen that one yet. It was okay. Is the um, nun out yet? Yeah, it was, it was garbage. Yeah, garbage. Terrible. I don't know mm. how Another you can do a movie Wan like that. That's garbage. I wasn't even scared. Like I there was like, like two scenes where it was like ah. he did not care. He was just like, oh, I'll just do that one, and then he's really focusing on Aquaman. Yeah. So why would he focus more on the nun? <laughs> I mean, I was I was going. In, I went into the nun with some sort of hope. That it would be okay, but just, just. I really just had no expectations. If you watch it, don't. If you watch it at all, don't go in watching it with it's any boring. expectations. It's, I'm just gonna throw this boring. out there. James Wan also made Furious Seven. Oh yeah, that was one of the, my favorite. <laughs> my favorite Furious. The Saw franchise, Insidious, Conjuring, Furious Seven. Furious Seven. Furious Seven. Aquaman. Going to a James Bond movie is like rolling dice. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you what don't you're know what get. you're gonna get. Yeah. You don't know what you're gonna get. You, you could get uh. Furious 7? Get Vin Diesel? <laughs> or Dr. John Kramer? <laughs> yeah. Or Darth Maul? Darth Maul! Yes! But all in the same movie. In the same every shared time, universe. Every time I saw Darth Maul in the first one, I just heard Duel of the Fates in my head. <laughs> Yo, are they, are they, are they all James Wan canon so we can see Vin Diesel and Darth Maul like... One v duel out. No, streets dude, no, no. always win. They start out in a duel and then they team up. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Jason. More them. Oh, there's what was um what was the the last uh, the last conjuring not conjuring the last um insidious movie what was it um uh, the last final key, key or something, like, final like, yeah. key, something like that. Oh, dude, that movie. There's a scene at the end of the movie where um that's obviously that was a prequel. Comedy more than it, it was. It was a prequel, and then um the in the the family from the first movie they're calling the medius. And um, just like uh, we have a problem with our son, or whatever, and she's like, uh, "I know," and it's just like, "How did you know?" It's what I do. <laughs> hits down the, hits phone. the phone really hard. <laughs> it's, just, it's like so stereotypical. <laughs> it's like an action movie. <laughs> but it's uh, what I do. <laughs> to close out the Conjuring, Rotten Tomato score got an eighty-six and an audience score of eighty-two. Yeah, like one of my favorite scenes in that movie is where she falls in the wall. Oh, yeah. It's like, it just, you don't really see that happening up until the point where it does happen. Yeah. And it's just like, she goes into the basement. The basement scene is probably the freakiest one for me. And spoiler alert for the nun. (laughs) (laughs) It it all ties back in where the guy. And they're doing the presentation. They're doing the presentation in The Conjuring 2, I believe. Yeah. He is the one they're presenting it on, and you, unless you actually pay attention on in Conjuring Two, which I just I, I don't really need all these prequels. Yeah. Thanks, James Wan. Like, <laughs> it's it's too much at times. Like, just, you see what I'm saying now, right? Just, yeah, yeah. I as see what as you're I'm saying. going through it, like Conjuring, stick with Conjuring. Everything past that is just like too much. Like next, we're gonna get like Jig- Jigsaw's father. He's gonna oh get his own God. movie. Jigsaw's father in law twenty twenty. What? Uh, didn't they greenlight another Saw movie? Yeah, they, they did. Probably yeah. did. Jigsaw the origin. Like, oh my God. Probably. Right. Let me, let the me last talk about Jigsaw Saw movie. Real fast. The last Jigsaw <laughs> movie was trash. It is. It's terrible. And I think the problem I have with Saw, like all of them, is that 
body mutilation doesn't bother me and it doesn't bother a lot of other people. And the reason I call Saw garbage is because it has literally nothing else to offer. And the people who it's like Saw... porn. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. And it's just, the plot's terrible. It's all over the place. A lot of the, the traps are stupid and you could have lived in another way. And it's just it's just sloppy. It's like a soap opera. It is sloppy. The only one I like is the first one. Six is really good, too. First one, one just because it started, and they had such a low budget. Two is... Extremely low budget. They really choked on two. It's like, you had this direction. It was like a a mix between seven and um, hostile. And it's just like, why would you want to turn that into like torture porn? I think seven was, was more disturbing for me than it's saw. All, saw was all the saws are how gory can we get without being sued? They it's ramp like, it up every single it's one. Literally yeah. Actually six. What it is. <laughs> yeah, which one was the one where the guy was like stuck to the back of the seat? 3D saw 3D. Was that 3D? That was yeah. Chester Pennington. Pennington. Yep. Yeah. Shout, out to, shout out to Lincoln Park. RIP. Yep. Lincoln Park. RIP. It was. It was like. I mean, that happens to me every time I get in the car in the Phoenix. <laughs> the last in one? mid-June. It's like, oh! God-awful. Because yeah. it wasn't even gritty. No. It got, like, because they got actually a budget this time. <laughs> and it was, like, technological. Like, the, the traps were so elaborate. I was like, dude, what is this? That's, well, the, that's the only thing it I was like, like about It was, like, Saw. sci-fi. And it was, like, HD digital. And I'm like, this doesn't feel like Saw. <laughs> yeah. Like, Saw should be, like, gritty and low-budget. Like, Early 2000s low budget, yeah. which that's what it was. Yeah. Hey, do you want to know how far the Saw franchise has gone? Eight movies. And a video game. Two video games. Oh, Two no. video games. Two I, video I games. thought there was only just one. Why? I just remember going no. to GameStop and once. A cameo in Dead by Daylight. Why do yeah. those get so many sequels, but there's so many movies that just get one movie and have such a cult following? Exactly. Well, I think this is this is what I hate series. I don't like series. Uh, series for me, it usually has to go by threes. And they have to be really Trilogies good. Trilogies are the best. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, the uh, Apes prequels are Toy all Story. great series. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but like anything beyond Toy Story, anything, the anything beyond those was probably besides oh, like Star. Out in the chipmunks. <laughs> uh, besides, <laughs> besides, um, besides Star <laughs> Night Trek. at the museum. Sorry, Clint. I'm so sorry. Night at the I museum. You all. <laughs> no, no, no. What? There's an amazing series. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Know best best series. Okay. Next okay, three hour talk. On. Done. We're done. Night at the museum. <laughs> Number one, starting off, the camera pans. I don't know <laughs> why those weren't all our top three. Honestly. Yeah, honestly. Okay, so as you were saying, Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek, and, but series, like, um, yeah, I don't have that much to say. I think that's all I have to say about Saw. <laughs> well, anyway, are we done? Yeah. Oh, done with Conjuring? Um, if I can throw w- one last thing in. All right, you get one last about, little, little nut. Little about Saw is I like. Here we go. I'm not I, even talking about Conjuring. <laughs> okay. I thought you were talking about conjuring. James Wan. You know what? Screw it. We're going to Clint. Alright. Yeah. We're just here to, we're just here to like bash James Wan. Yeah. yeah. That's what this just turned James into. James Wan bashing yeah. party. James Wan, if you're listening, I don't like you. <laughs> Chris Pine, if you're listening, daily shout out. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Clint. Alright. Looks Clint? like I'm going to the god, the Godfather of all slasher films. You know what it is. Halloween. Halloween. I was about Battle. To both, actually. <laughs> Smithsonian. <laughs> but uh, Halloween, y'all saw it coming. What did it come out? Uh, 70, 78, I believe. Let's see. Let's see who got the closest. I said 76. I said 76. I said 78. Oh, I was right. I was right. I was right. I was right. Yeah, 78. 78. 78. Uh, yeah. It's probably. It's. 
You know, it's funny. It's it's the Godfather of slasher films, and it doesn't have a lot. Of, it has like maybe one graphic kill in it. Um, there is not a lot of graphic kills in it. There's four pe- four people die, two chokeouts, uh, throat slit, and throat slit, and then um, guy gets pinned yeah. on the wall. With when the you knife. watch it, yeah. if you watch it now, after all the slasher movies you've seen, it's like oh. It's not as, but it is the. You gotta think about it in the time period it started at all. Although, although it is not the first uh, holiday thing themed slasher. Uh-uh. Black Christmas yep. is. Yes, it is. Krampus. Krampus. Stop. <laughs> but um, honestly, it's not the. What I think is scary about this movie isn't just um like the fact that like you know his kills or anything. It's the way this movie is shot. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's also, really tight and like claustrophobic. It's, yeah. it's very Especially when they're in the house. And un- oh, yeah. and unfocused. That's what I love about there's a um there's particularly a scene where it's a uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. She gets up the the camera's focused on her. The screen queen. And then mm-hmm. you see in the background, like it's very blurry, you see Michael get up and he's walking towards her. And then and also just Michael Myers as he's just the boogeyman. He's the boogeyman. Yeah, he's the boogeyman. He's yeah. he's very and he's an intimidating figure. Oh yeah. Tall bulk uh, bulk and he's strong. Oh. William Shatner mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> William Shatner mask. And it has probably one of the most effective um openings in a horror movie ever. Yeah. When oh, you're yeah. going through you're going through a first person viewing of Around someone someone in a house and then um obviously when he uh you find out it's actually kid Michael Myers, but you go up to this room and then it's this girl saying, "Oh, Michael, what are you doing?" And then you know the um, stab Stabs with a knife. Yeah. And then the, he goes out the house. And then the parents pans out. It's like a little kid. It's a little kid who stabbed his sister to death. Yeah. Would you say that he's the most iconic horror villain? Nope. I Who think he is. Jason Voorhees. Probably. I think, I think when you think hockey mask, you don't even think hockey in America. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But in America. That's true. But also, I have a thing to argue when. A knife is obviously used a lot in like horror movies because mm-hmm. it's an easy a cleaver. Yeah, cleaver or anything like that, sharp object. I think of Michael Myers immediately. Yeah. I think, I, I, except Machete. Yeah, except the, obviously because that's, that's Jason. Jason. That's Jason. I, I, th- I think Jason takes the. I would say those those two are tied for me because just because like if you say scary movie villain go, I'm I'm gonna think one of those two. Yeah, like yeah. Michael Myers. Or Fred, or Fred Krueger. Yeah, or those three. Or Ghostface. Yeah, yeah but oh, no yeah, one knows Ghostface. his name. No, one, no I like that it's a different person each time. Each time. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone calls him Ghostface. Or Scream. Scream. Everyone calls scream. him. Or Scream Mask. Yeah. Scream Mask. Scream Mask. That's Ghostface. I love Scream. It's Ghostface. We'll, we'll get to Scream. Ghostface Killer. Wu-Tang Clan. Right. Well, anyway. Um, Such a good song. So. But uh, also it has an amazing uh, theme. Yeah, you know, oh, most theme, iconic horror, theme. most iconic oh, theme. Yeah. But uh, John is also it's one of the highest, one of the most highest grossing movies ever. It has one of the best um, opening weekends, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it had an extremely low budget. Not the highest rated R grossing though. No, yeah, not the highest. That's but Passion it, of the Christ. It's very. It's <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson. <laughs> but um, it um, it uh, it's very low budget, as you can tell. There's actually um. When he chokes out the other girl, they reuse an audio clip from the first time he's choking out a girl. You have to really, yeah, you have to pay attention. You have to really hear it, but it's there. And also, um, 
uh something also obviously the william shatner mask is like uh it's you know just spray painted white they were so low on that budget that they took um i forgot who lended to them but one of the costume designers had like a ton of like leftover william shatner like mold (laughs) masks so when you when you think of michael myers i want the next time you think of william shatner and his voice being murdered to death by William Shatner (laughs) phasers Um, if I can uh, go back to your um, opening weekend um, the opening weekend for Halloween well the total gross was 47 million dollars and which compared to which compared to like the production of the film it's amazing how well it did also this movie is also responsible with some of the worst thing, the worst things in horror movies. I was now. just about to say that. Yeah, it yeah, starts all that. the cliches. It's the grandfather of every yeah. slasher cliche. Uh, <laughs> if you are, if you have sex, you're automatically dead. And um, final girl, final, final girl. girl, final girl, um, Im- immortal upstairs. antagonist. Yep. You can shoot him, you can stab him, but he'll always pop yeah. up behind you, walking like they walk as fast as you run. Which I, know. I really hope that they explain that in the next Halloween, because obviously you if have you, no idea why he has this supernatural element. Yeah. Then, but in but obviously in this Halloween two, if you haven't seen it, it kind of goes out like Michael maybe more than some more than human. Isn't that what the um the psychologist like? Yeah, speculates? that's what. Yeah. yeah, he says he's not. He's he said he's like about. worse than the devil. Or, well, yeah, he's a. He's a. I just. I remember the exact quote he says in Halloween Two. He's like, "I shot him six times. He's not human. He's not human." That needs to go in the bumper. That will. But um, it's a. It's I think. Uh, Michael Myers is inspired by just like evil itself. Yeah. He's uh inspired by evil itself. The um the direct quote from the. What's his name? Doctor something. That his uh, psychologist. He says, um, "I tried to treat Mike. I tried to cure Michael for the next uh, for six years, and then um, the Lewis? next, and then like yeah, Samuel Lewis. The next eight, I uh, make sure he was uh, kept in, uh, kept in the ward uh-huh. because he yeah. understood how evil he actually is." Mm-hmm. But I think I actually do like that. Like Michael Myers isn't like you don't. He doesn't need to read. Like there's no dark backstory or anything. He's just flat out evil he's evil he's just evil and i like that too i think he has the best horror name michael myers oh yeah it works very well i actually have a cousin named michael myers really really yeah that's creepy that was that was always a fun call of duty game mode michael myers Myers? Myers. yes no ammo just a knife (laughs) nuketown um (laughs) what do you think i'm gonna go from each one of you what do you think the budget for this movie was Oh, uh, two million. Go. Two mil? No, it was like in. It was like um. I Devin, you're gonna say I think forty seven thousand or something like that. Devin, f- go. Two hundred thousand. It was three hundred twenty five thousand. Boom! Wow. No. So that's closest. It's that's such crazy. A low budget. For yeah. Such a, such a iconic movie. I know. It's crazy. Um, that is crazy. It got. Let's see, what did it get on... It got a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes, and mm-hmm. it got an 89 audience score. Which I think it's, it deserves. I think yeah, it very much fair. deserves. I think it's fair. And um, it's a good thing that there are only... Uh, they're, 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 the only two canned ones are going to be the first one, and then the next one coming up. And you can argue Halloween 2 is pretty good, too. Um, but all the other ones... <laughs> nope. Even Rob <laughs> Zombie's. I don't even care if you're a fan of Rob Zombie's one. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't like him. He's a good guy in that one. 
I don't, still, I just, it doesn't make sense. But that's all I have to say about Halloween. Yeah. Anyway, what, now what, it's to... What's the score? Oh, yeah. Oh, he just, Matt said it. Oh, he did, yeah. Oh, the Rotten Tomato yeah, score? Yeah. 93 on Rotten uh, Tomato, audience score of 89. So now it's on to Aaron's last one. Okay. Of his three. Um, My last pick is The Void. Kind of a lesser known horror movie. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, it came out in 2016. Really? It's a yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. Right. Supernat it's pretty supernatural. Uh it takes place inside of a hospital. There is a cult outside with triangle I don't know if you scrolled past it on Netflix or anything, but uh it's the triangles cut out into the robes. Um the movie is all practical effects, almost no CGI. Um excellent creature design, excellent effects. Um it's just a really there's not really much to say about the movie. This one I don't want to spoil for anybody that wants to uh, see the movie. I think yeah. it's I think it's more of an experience. I've actually never even seen it. Yeah. I've, I've seen I haven't seen it. I've seen parts of it. Yeah. And it is a it is a gory good movie. It, yeah, yeah, it's extremely gory. So I mean, if that stuff turns you off, I've only seen um one monster in the movie, but it's very um everything's very practical. Yeah, no CGI yeah. whatsoever. If, you, if you've seen, seen the thing, you know. Yeah, it's, it's very like the thing on steroids. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go home and it's watch that today. 80s yeah, no, you, you definitely should. 80s yeah, inspired. Yeah, they, they even said that the, the um, thing would be yeah probably the closest to it. It's very Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft, Ian. I don't know the word. H.P. Lovecraft makes yeah. some very weird monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very in, heavily inspired by that. But um, <laughs> this one I don't want to spoil. So Matt, you can tell them the score. Um, it yeah. got wow. Um, it got a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it actually got a 45% audience score. They don't know what they're watching. (laughs) (laughs) Idiots. I feel like... Idiots. I haven't seen it, though, so I can't say much about it, but I feel like people that give it a low audience score looked at it for, like, just purely a movie standpoint. See, that's Mm -hmm. why it's, like, horror movie audiences are just so... Can't please them. Diverse. I feel like they went into this movie, like, I know this movie is, like, a bit gory, but I know there's actual plot intended to this one, so I think people were intended, oh, it's just gonna gonna be gory. The one complaint I have about the movie is, uh, it gets a little, like, jumbled at times, and uh, they don't really say the characters' names that much, so you kind of forget the relation that they have. And, like, the way the hospital's structured, it's sort of like, where are they right now? Like, you can't Mm -hmm. get a a sense of like where everything is in the hospital, like the size of the hospital. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Devin, going on to your last one. Oh, my last one's one of my favorite movies of all time. Jaws. Oh, it's not Muppets. Classic. <laughs> the Muppet is movie. It, I thought it was Sing. The Muppets Sing. Most Wanted. Sing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaws, 1975, easily one of my favorite movies of all time. I first saw this. This mainly has to do with the experience of why it's in my top three horror films because it just it got to me as a kid because I saw this when I was six in San Diego on a beach in, in one of my <laughs> in my grandparents' um, trailer mm-hmm. and on like a little small screen and it freaked me out (laughs) (laughs) i think i could make the argument well let me let me pose this question to you guys could i make the argument it is the horror film that had the biggest effect outside of the movie theater yeah oh yeah i think it it created the term blockbuster yeah 
It's the and summer it, blockbuster. Yeah, and, and it's, it's supposed to come out. Think about how many people are like afraid to go into the water, or at the time were afraid mm-hmm. to go into the water because of that movie. People yeah. are scared to watch that movie now. Yeah, because yeah. they're terrified of sharks. Sharks is one of the biggest phobias in the world. And it and really it comes from this movie. Yeah, yeah no, it's because does. before this movie, sharks were like, okay, that's that's yeah, the thing, there, but not but as much as it is in pop culture. Well, and yeah, in, like, more people die a year from umbrellas. Then and they do from lightning yeah, too, and, and, and coconuts. Then people die of actual shark attacks. Yeah, like it's yeah. only people, like deer is like almost times like two hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> the most causes of death are like deer because uh, cars hit them, but like yeah. not. Yeah, or they swerve out of the way and hit something yeah. else, and then also mosquitoes too. Yeah. yeah, and if no one didn't, if no one knew that, and this was Steven Spielberg's debut. Um, what a oh, best really? debut in film history! Is it yeah. his debut? I thought yeah, it was. No, um, this is his movie. Oh, I thought it was uh no, I know it's his debut. I thought I thought um George Lucas. No, not George Lucas. Another movie he did. <laughs> James uh, Wan. James Wan. <laughs> not ET. It the third kind. Um No Close, Close, Encounters. Close Encounters was after. Really? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's why he decided to bring back Richard Dreyfus for that uh, movie. Okay. Also I, good the movie. More you know. I'd say that outside of horror movies. This is one of the top ten best movies ever made. Oh yeah. Ever. Like oh no, yeah, no, I can't agree on ever no, either. I, I, I would say top ten most. I'll give you top ten most impactful. Just of like the fear that oh, it yeah. created of sharks and like open it's water. One of the best stuff. movie posters ever. And yeah, practical yeah, effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The practical, effects. practical effects. You know how often? I think you know that, what, Matt? You actually might have a case for this. I'd say it's like ten, but it's, it's in the list. Top hundred for sure. Yeah, to, I think it's a top, top hundred. It's my number five movie of all time. Really? Oh, Easily. I'd say ten. I've watched this movie so many times. It's like a horror adventure film. Yeah, it is. And it has the iconic Jaws theme. Oh, yeah. One of the most iconic themes ever in movies. Shut up. And honestly, Wait. I feel like Williams. the, the <laughs> biggest up. part about this movie was the theme. Yeah. It really drove fear. Like in that first sequence it's so where much she's tension. running on the beach and then she runs into the water. It's just It's such a great build up and actually when they first played it uh when they were first pitching the movie when john williams first uh, pitched that they all laughed like why mm. would you put that in the movie but now it's like one of the most iconic it's outside of like like the movie it's so iconic that like even kids that haven't seen the movie you know what jaws, jaws yeah. is a pop culture like yeah. icon you, you yeah. hear Dodon, oh, yeah. you, you've Dodon. seen it parodied if you haven't seen jaws you've seen it parodied you've started seen all the, those the, shark the movie movies poster. that you didn't want three yeah. headed yeah. shark attacks <laughs> except sharknado, sharknado i wanted that the world three, oh yeah oh yeah three the fourth awakens deep blue sea <laughs> i i deep blue sea hello cool J. the only other good shark movie that i've actually seen is um the one with blake lively those the shallows? The shallows is Super Croc versus Mega Shark. <laughs> there <laughs> we go. Hey, Sharktopus. I, never mind. Such, never mind. <laughs> those are such a guilty pleasure of mine. Dude, those sci-fi like, movies. They're man. so bad, but they're so funny. And I think this was the number one, like, everything just kept breaking down. That shark was, yeah. like, the biggest piece of crap uh-huh. that they've ever had. It broke down almost, like, I think he said 90 times a day. <laughs> it was up to that much in a day of filming. According to the Universal Studios tour, yeah. <laughs> um, like it was it was supposed to come out in December, but they had to push it back to the summer because they had so many difficulties with the shark. Oh yeah, like working Bruce, Bruce. which is actually a little fun fact is that that's why in Finding Nemo the shark is named Bruce. Really, as an homage to Jaws. 
He's a great white. That was a fun ride at Universal Studios, the Jaws ride. Oh, yeah. I, I was nervous. Always jumps out. It's, it's pretty fun, yeah. <laughs> also, shout out to Jaws for making probably one of the worst series of all time. Oh, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Jaws 4, The Revenge. I think Jaws got, 3 in 3D. Jaws 3 is probably the, the, the worst. The one that goes Jaws SeaWorld. 3 is the no. first 3D oh. movie no. Jaws, Jaws 4 wouldn't follow them to I literally blocked Barbados. those out of my mind. And they had uh, oh. Michael Caine. Where Chief Brody's already Michael dead. And it's just his wife. <laughs> I don't know. It's so... I, complete, I completely just thing. block them. They, they, those don't exist to me. Yeah. It's no, just Josh. It's just Josh. 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 And it brings some of the most iconic movie characters. Chief Brody. Yeah. Brody. That's like always also, referenced also, in pop culture. we're going to need a bigger boat. Brood. One of the most yeah. referenced lines. Oh, the yeah. orca. Most famous line. My grandma, the orca. My grandma Quint. taught me the song from... Jaws before I even like saw the movie was like show me the way to go home. like oh when he's she, singing on the they're all she, drunk she taught me that <laughs> so I, that. I would sing it when I was Cooper. little my mom, my mom would be like stop singing and I'm like had my last drink about an hour ago <laughs> so it's like it's so iconic like I I love that movie and the best part I think what really sells. The horror in that movie is you rarely ever see the shark. Yeah, and it's yeah, not that's not even. True. I feel like that's not even just because of the budget at the time. It's because, like we said with like Alien and stuff, it's the fear of the unknown. It's what you can't see that drives people crazy. Yeah, and it's just that fear of the ocean is so big. It like like that first scene, you don't see the shark at all. You just see her drowning and her reaction to it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she gets pulled down, and then silence. The yep. animatronic shark is—it's really, really impressive for yeah. its time. For its, for its time, time. Yeah. It's, it holds up today. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. It, it actually looks like a shark. Yeah. And when he first pops out, when he's throwing the bait out, uh-huh. yeah, I like, thought that was actually really good. We're gonna need more chum. <laughs> really, no, what, what is it? It's um. You want the chum? And he just keeps throwing <laughs> it out, and oh, all of a sudden, I think it has one of the best, like one of the best phrases and kill scenes in the movie, where he's just uh, he keeps showing like, "Come oh, on, yeah. come on, come on, smile, you son of a bitch!" And then he, <laughs> he blows up, blows up Jaws. That was so cool with the tank in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. I if flashback to our. Uh, Top five news from last week: How Richard Dreyfus wants a new Jaws with the the CGI, CGI shark. I don't think I, it I would not do good. I don't think it would, it would do not good do good at all. It's not the special effects that sold Jaws. It was it was the story, it's the yep. premise, the premise, and the hype. I think the hype around yeah. it. Like I'm sure, like a first, the first people who saw it in a movie theater were like, "Wow, I never ever want to go into the water ever yeah. again." Yeah, and I then like that prompted they, people to be like, "Hmm." The perspective I mean, of the shark is scary. And, you know, like, one of the scariest scenes is, like, how it's, like, all those people on the water in the 4th of July. And, like, it's, yeah. you're seeing it from the shark's perspective. So, like, the next time you're at a, in the ocean with, like, a ton of people, you just think of that, that in your mind. That camera shot, yeah. That in your mind. I mean, they would nail the CGI on the shark. I have no doubt about that. Nah. But... I don't want to see it. I, I wouldn't... I, it, would, it would ruin the original for it, me. It's not... That's not why Jaws was so popular. It was. That's, I think if Jaws was released today, it would fail. It would definitely yeah, it fail. would definitely fail. It's, it's too not, sim- it's too simple of a premise to yeah. really catch on with viewers. Oh, one thing I wanted to add is like the reason why I think this movie is so great is because of uh, Chief Brody. It's also Chief Brody. It, it's a character film. It's not Rob like Schneider. A, it's an arc. Not it's Rob a, Schneider. Rob. Um, uh, I have it right here. It Rob Schneider. Roy, <laughs> Roy Schneider. Roy Schneider. Roy Schneider. Grown up. It's a very. Punches the shark. It's a very. It's a. It's a character-driven film because he has a uh, Chief Brody has a fear of water uh-huh. in the movie, oh, right? Yeah. He has a huge fear of water, and in the end, and he conquers not, it. By he's not um, used to 
he was an NYPD before. Yeah, and in New Jersey, he conquers his fear by also killing Jaws. So it's a very big yeah. character-driven yeah. movie, in which I also love it for and that. I love Quint too. Quint, he's one of the most badass characters. <laughs> the way he like introduces, uh-huh. just scratches on the chalkboard. He's also probably one of the gruesomest kills I was first introduced. Oh with. man, he yeah. gets eaten by Jaws. Uh-huh. like and one you know, of the three main characters. His scream too. His scream is what gets me. Yeah, there's no like score in that part either. It's just like you Silence. hear the water, you hear, and you hear him screaming. Mm-hmm. It's I, intense. So such a good movie. Um, <laughs> wrapping all right, up. Smithsonian. Let's get on with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, uh, wrapping Jaws up. Uh, Rotten Tomato score. How high do you think it is? I'm already, looking at it right saw now. It. So, so, I, you know, I, I saw it too. Let so me guess. 97? <laughs> Somewhere in that range? Oh, I'd say about a 97.1. Uh, I think the audience score is a 90. Mm. Bro, <laughs> what? How'd you know that? Yeah, dude. dude. 90 on audience. Are you from The Shining? He's <laughs> got The Shining. 97 runs. I'm from somewhere. the Stephen King universe. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's canon. <laughs> I'm canon. <laughs> um, so, moving on to my last one. It wouldn't be a scary movie. Oh, you put talk. two again in your movies? No, 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 no. I just, I just wanted to have that for a little sub note. I, it wouldn't be a scary movie talk without Scream. Yep, absolutely. That yep. is true. Scream, love Scream, for me, love Scream. For me, it was so good. It's just, it's one so, of my it's so movies. meta that it's just so genius. The yeah. concept, like, I'm gonna, I'm. If you haven't seen Scream, I'm sorry. I'm spoiling it for you now. <laughs> Yeah, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Scream by now and it hasn't been spoilered, then you live under a rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> 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 um, How did he hear that? I don't know. Um, it, just how it... It's in every movie, it's a new killer every time. Yeah. But it's, it's the first the one same. to like really say what all the audience has been thinking this mm-hmm. entire yeah. time they're, they're they somewhat bag on horror movies too which i like they're like it's it's satire it's, at the same time yep. it's yeah. meta it, it understands that it's a it, it's a it understands it's a slasher film that knows it's a slasher film yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it and knows the rules yeah how sydney sydney even she's sydney surprise sydney like she <laughs> she's such a smart neve campbell is so gorgeous in that she movie. extremely <laughs> She, Wait, do you like her? Is she more attractive in the first one or the second one? Uh, I think she, I like her I, shorter. I like, yeah, I like her in the first one more, I think, and I like Courtney Cox in both of them. In all oh, Courtney in, Cox in anything, yeah. Courtney Cox in anything, actually. <laughs> um, it's it's a slasher movie that ups the ante. Like it shows the kills, and it shows everything. Everything that happens. It's so oh. it's so original, I think too. For yeah, I could have more time for homework. Yeah, well, yeah, I just watched all three of my movies today. All right, it's today. recording. You guys can go. We're good. Yeah. yeah. All, right. all right. So, uh, Neve Campbell. Yeah, um, Campbell's really hot. Yeah. I like how I, li- I like how it's the boyfriend. You don't really see Billy it. Loomis. You don't really see it. I like how and also the Johnny Depp ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> the a little sneak. Well, not really sneak, but like interesting fact is Loomis is such a common name throughout horror movies. Oh yeah, Samuel Loomis in Halloween. Yeah, Samuel Loomis. Uh, it's really weird. 
Billy Loomis. Billy Loomis, Mrs. Loomis, and Scream 2. Well, that's because of Billy. Well, I said mom, but like, still. <laughs> Wait, really? I didn't know that. There's just two Loomis families in the, in the Scream universe. Amen. Really? It's a household name in horror films. <laughs> wait, the second one was his mom. I, I'm not stupid. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You didn't know that the second movie, The Killer, was his mom? <laughs> I did. I'm not <laughs> dumb. It literally said, Mrs. Loomis? Billy's mom? I'm not. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything. Dude, I now I'm confused. I, I haven't seen now Scream in a very long time. Now I have to talk about Smithsonian. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had seen Scream in a very long time. It's, yeah. uh, it's really, it's super meta. And it deconstructs yeah. the horror genre. And also, it's pl- like... Thanks, Dad. <laughs> it's, it's, in, it's been parodied oh, so no. many times. Scary Movie 1. Scary Dude, Movie absolutely. 1. One of the my favorite all-time horror movie parodies. Yeah, for sure. The first, Scary Movie 1 and 2 are good. 3 and three 4 and belong in the bottom of the trash. trash. And 5 shouldn't have ever been made. Which one's the one Wait, where five? the guy with the small yeah, hand? Amanda Bynes and Charlie Sheen. Oh, Wait. No, yeah. no, no. I thought Lindsay Lohan's in there, number, too. Yeah, number, Lindsay, well, he just has sex with Lindsay Lohan in the beginning. Oh, man. That just, I totally forgot. Number two has the guy with the small hand, right? I hope she knows the Charlie Sheen's Yeah, two is the one with the guy with the small hand, and they're in the haunted house. Yeah, they're in the haunted house, and it's like a Jersey Shore type. Yeah, pretty much. They're going for an experiment for class. I, I thought that was... They're extremely funny. Um, Yeah. Are we going to talk about Scream? <laughs> yeah, we're talk about Scream. Yeah, I, I love, and one of my favorite characters in the Scream movies, even though he makes it really only, well, it's kind of a spoiler, so I won't even say it, but is uh, Randy. You just closed the laptop, and you have to do, oh. Still on, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, is Randy. He's one of my favorite, because he's the one addressing, he's the film buff, which mm-hmm. he had my dream job in the first one. Honestly. I always wanted to wor- work at um like a blockbuster or Hollywood video. <laughs> Throwback. GameStop. And one of my favorite scenes in Scream is in the Game first play. one. Is when he's like literally predicting everything that happens yeah, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As drunk. it's happening As in it's the movie. Happening. But he's watching <laughs> like another right movie. behind him. Yeah. And they say this he says like the same thing in the second one. He's like, So if it's going along with sequels, there's gonna be a higher body count and there wasn't a a higher body count in the second one mm-hmm. yeah. than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and arguably, Scream 2 is better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me personally, I think I'm... Because Scream 2 has the, the opportunity to deconstruct Scream 1 as well exactly, as every other yeah. slasher movie. They literally make a movie after the events of the second one within the Scream... Um, stab. Stab. They stab get franchise. like 10 times more meta. Like, what's the one where they're... Uh, they're in the movie theater, and Ghostface is also in the movie that's theater. Tr- that's, that's Scream, Scream 2. 2. It's the beginning yeah. of Scream 2 with Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. And I forgot the other guy. And they go to the movie, and everybody's, like, in costume. Mm-hmm. They're handing out all the... You get the knife, like a glow-in-the-dark knife. Uh-huh. Just, like, help I, us. I love that. That was a horrible <laughs> idea for, like, yeah. in that universe, that movie theater. Why would they do that? I don't know. Dude, everybody mm-hmm. was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I couldn't imagine an actual, like... We've well, been, nowadays, we've been, nowadays, we've they been would never preached. do Never, ever would allow we've that. We've been preached to go to an Alamo Draft House movie party. 
preached. Hi, Robert. That that can I go on to something else. Yeah. That can be its own episode. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> they in the mo- in the movie parties they give you props and stuff, but I could never see them. A movie theater actually allowing that to happen. I feel like, like that would they're, never they're going happen. nuts. There's a, there's a few, screaming. I would hate that. There's a few that that actually don't like. Probably in the nineties in like small towns, they probably wouldn't care. Yeah, yeah honestly, I now, mean, everybody probably knows everybody. Now, definitely not. There's no way I'd even get in with a costume on. Let us all oh, no. They, they, they I, can't. No let, they never let you with masks or helmets. That was yeah. us. Us watching kind of weapon. Infinity War. Us what? No, no. <laughs> Infinite War. Because no, Black Ryan. Panther. I feel that would be that would be like when we went to go see Slenderman, and there was that group of like, Aki ballers from Aki Mall, like a group of eighth graders went to go take all their crushes to, and they were screaming and running around the theater the whole time. Were they dressed up as Slenderman? No. Then why is this? Because Roman. because they're. <laughs> so What's wrong with you? <laughs> because because like just how they're like. They're screaming, running around, and like no one really said anything or no one stopped it. It's probably better than Slenderman. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. honestly. <laughs> or like when um. I could. I want to take back that was, movie. What is it? Um, <laughs> when we saw Infinity War, they wouldn't let Ryan in because of his vision mask. Oh, which yeah, is that, awesome. Well, which is the Jay, first was, time that they really started forcing it was right after the shooting. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah. That happened in Colorado, which is really weird. Fun fact: my dad. <laughs> <laughs> saw Fun. Batman Begins in Aurora, Colorado at that same theater and then there just happens to be a shooting at that exact same theater but with Jeez. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, That's they crazy. wouldn't they wouldn't let Evan in with his Star-Lord, the Star-Lord helmet, they made him take it off. So then Evan shot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out the long revolver for that Joker ass. It's just just like, hey, you wanted this, man. (laughs) Could have been nice and easy, but no, you had to say something. (laughs) Anyway, Scream. Closing out Scream. um, Terrific movie. Scream 1. It got a 79 on Rotten Tomatoes, and it had a 79 audience score, so it balanced itself out. Scream 2, just to throw it in there. It had an 81 on Rotten Tomatoes, and it had a 56% audience score. I that caught me off guard because I didn't huh. think it would be that low. It's definitely it's really enjoyable. Yeah, that's a stupid what, audience. Very one of stupid. the most tense scenes in that movie is when they get stuck in the car. Yeah, and Ghostface is driving. Even though it's really stupid because she should have just shot him in the head. Yeah, or grabbed the gun when she, once she got out of the car and shot him. Yeah. Like, but you know that was actually a really atten- intense scene. It was, and I like how Sydney shot Mrs. Loomis in the head. She said, "You always got to shoot him in the head." Yep. I'm double like, tap. Yeah. Yep. Zombie land. Double tap. Hey. <laughs> are we gonna do, are we gonna do that part? Oh, spooky. Um, I guess so. We could just real quick, real quick around the table. Real quick, which we- of the three? Is the most impactful to you? And I mean, we basically said why. Just yeah. give a little brief why that was your favorite. So we'll start with Clint. Ooh, this is hard for me because all all three of mine kind of impacted each other in some way, form, or other. You know, I would. Uh, I want to say Exorcist. I say Exorcist, even though it's kind of basic. But The Exorcist scared an entire generation of like our parents, and goes even beyond. It went beyond the border. It went uh-huh. goes beyond the line even in today's standards uh-huh. so that's why it's just, it's just it's still scary today too yeah, yeah it's well, i mean scary. i'm not really scared by horror movies but like 
a lot of people think it's yeah legitimately like scary St- still very graphic and the dialogue is completely vulgar like you leave a horror movie say so you're gonna be like nope not touching that mm-hmm. and just even the prospects of the film so yeah i'd say exorcist is mine mm-hmm. matt matt um i personally would probably like lasting effect on me yeah. would be it okay because okay. i mean i would say scream but like that's it's it's realistic, but you can always like get out of it or whatnot. But it and you can be scared of a murderer, but clowns takes its fear <laughs> supernatural up. godlike clowns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a whole nother level. You know how realistic that is. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I see that happen every day. Bro, every, every time I look at a clown, I already know what it is. No, but okay, uh, <laughs> all right. No, I think. I think it probably scared me the most out of all, all three of mine, easily. Very nice. All right. And it feeds on fear, which don't like that. <laughs> Good thought. All right. Yeah. Good thoughts. All right. <laughs> all right. Aaron, um, I'm gonna go with it follows because I love the greed. <laughs> I love the way that it's shot. It it's really. It's, like, safe to me. I don't know. That's probably something the psychopath would say, but, like, I feel safe when I watch that movie. It, like, takes me back to the first time that I watched it, and I was, like, in awe that I, I liked a movie yeah. this much. And it was, it was just, I don't know. I like the score. I downloaded the score to my phone, and I listened to it like like a lunatic. Um, I haven't heard. I The first time I watched it, I didn't really pay attention to the score, so I'll have to go back now. and. Uh, did you have to? It's it's very it really it's makes very, the scene. It's like, I like the synths. Yeah. The in the movie are very Yeah, good. it's really 80s. But uh, I don't know. It just takes me to a safe place of people getting murdered from sex. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, mine was kind of obvious is uh, Jaws, because, you yeah. know, I nut over that film. But, <laughs> yeah, it's obviously going to be my favorite, because I said that was my top five. But, yeah. That easily, not just because it was extremely impactful on pop culture and movies as a whole, but to me, it always gets me. So if you watch it now and you just you're watching it first time, you'll think it's good, but you won't. It won't really get scared of it. Mm-hmm. But like the way the the timing that I saw it was too perfect. Yeah. And I hate I hate the ocean. I could stare at it. <laughs> but I won't go in it. I hate large bodies of water. Yeah. It's terrifying. Dude, even in the pool sometimes. You know, like it's dark. It's dark. At night, there's no point no. to even think that there's a shark in yeah, there. But yeah. But like I get like a second thought. Like, I don't, I don't know. If I, I used to have this irrational fear of the Loch Ness Monster when I was I in my understand fifth grade. That. Yes. I, understand I was like, that. God, man, like what if that's real? What if I jump uh, underwater with goggles on and like look eye to eye with a dinosaur? That's just That'd like, scare the crap out of me. That yeah. would be the most terrifying thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they make a movie about heights, then I'd be really scared. Skyscraper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Aaron? That movie did scare me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. In shivering a, with fear. In a, to, King Kong 2005, when she's climbing up the ladder on the Empire oh, yeah. State yeah. Yeah. and they yeah. shoot the screws out, and she's like dangling over New York. That's pretty terrifying. Seeing that in IMAX is really cool. Also, Mission Impossible, where he's climbing oh, up the Oh, Ghost high. Protocol? Yeah. yeah, he actually yeah. did that, too. Yeah. Dude, Tom Cruise is the He goat. does his own stunts. Yeah, Tom Cruise. All, he almost died in Fallout. Oh yeah, and he jumped off the building. He like broke his. He broke his foot, didn't he? Yeah. Man, dude, Tom Cruise. If just weren't. If he wasn't just insane, then he'd be amazing. He's five five, five four. He's, he's small. Five seven. Really? Also, he's, he's one inch shorter than me. And is, he also believes in Scientology. 
Yeah. Well, I love Tom Cruise, <laughs> but not as a person. Nope. Anyway. With a lot of actors. <laughs> so now we're going to move on to the top five news. Each of us can say, like, one of the news. So we'll start out with number five with uh, whoever wants to go first. I, um, I will volunteer. Uh, just letting you know, um, you can cut this. I know. Um, they're backwards. So One. it goes like, bottom, bottom up. Bottom up. All right. So that's that's how it was. Oh, intended. I didn't realize that. All, All right. right. Yeah. The second one. All right. So you got four. You go five. Yeah. Four. Wait. So I have to read the Black Panther one. No wait. Is it- <laughs> <laughs> wait. So am I doing? Wait. So is I'm I'm starting out with this one, right? You're starting out with Iron Fist. So um, one. And then that means I would go to the new. Yeah. Set I'm- photos from Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. And then okay. I'll do. Same it. Or we could just go. Let's go just. Okay. So yeah. Clint, Clint goes Iron Fist. I'll go Spider Man. You do Aladdin. All right. And then you do. I didn't even see. I didn't even see the Aladdin trailer. Oh, then I'll do that one then. Yeah, and then you can do Spider Man set photos. Oh, so Iron Fist, set photos, Aladdin. Black Panther. Black Panther. And Devin, if you want to do James, I know you're probably excited for James Gunn going to. Okay. Wait, why don't, why don't we just do it like me, Aaron, Devin, then you? That's then cool. That way we did it. Like, Partridge the first place. Wait, so. Alright, tell me when you're ready, because then I'll. You do, do Iron, an audio Iron, cue. Iron Fist, <laughs> Spider Man, Aladdin, Black Panther 2. And then Devin can do. Um, James Gunn? Devin can do James Whatever Gunn. Whatever the right, fuck's sorry. left. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. 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 Three, two, one, start here. Alright, well, you we already know what time it is. Top five news. Woo-hoo! And we didn't do it in the beginning, we did it in the end. But, oh, yeah. um, it's uh, better that way. First things on the list, man, dude, I cried last night and this morning. This <laughs> 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 got canceled, man. Dude. Ah! Uh, right behind Vision dying in Infinity War, I don't know how you're gonna bounce back. But yeah, um, Mr. Stark, <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> but, oh, Mr. Uh, Jack. But um, obviously this is not. I I wasn't surprised by this at all. Uh, Iron Fist is obviously the weakest out of all of the. I think all of the Marvel, besides um besides Daredevil, I think all the Marvel original TV shows on Netflix. Oh, are, are very weak. Are very watched, weak. It's just a ripoff yeah. of Arrow. I never Iron watched Fist. Jessica yep. Jones, but I've heard. I only that watched not the that season, great. the first season of Daredevil. I even heard. I, I even heard Defenders was bad. I heard Defenders it was, was bad. It was pretty bad. I watched all Luke Cage, and I, I mean, I liked Luke Cage, but I think Iron Fist was easily the weakest one. I mean, that's all. I mean, probably. I mean, there is that little core House of Cards. I literally okay. I literally. <laughs> <laughs> I um I saw I went on this morning and I saw my uh, I was going through my feed on Twitter and there's this page called Save Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, all right, man, society's fisting Iron Fist. <laughs> but that's all I have to say about Iron Fist. Head- headline on New York Times tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, new set photos from Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, we've seen Holland in the traditional homecoming suit before, but most of the European filming highlighted a new black Spider-Man noir-inspired stealth suit. This was believed to be his primary costume in the movie, but it's now been confirmed that Peter's going to have yet another suit in Far From Home. Is, Ooh. like, this a superior? No, it's not, like, superior, no. superior would be, like, with Doc Ock. That's a whole other story, though. Yeah. But, um, it's, I feel like it's more turning into Iron Man, the more, the new suit, new movie. 
Mm-hmm. Or yeah. turning into Iron Man. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, that. I'm excited for it. I just want to see Mysterio. I want to see yeah, how they. I'm the most excited. I want to see Gilmore. how they. How he's they a, capture. He is it? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's Mysterio. Mysterio. I know. Wow. You're a big. Wow, uh, I'll be front and center for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call me Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, number three. Uh, there's a new trailer that just dropped in. It's for Aladdin. Which Night Matt, at the you museum for? Yeah. Anyway, actually, it's it's just a teaser. It's nothing yeah. new. It looks it looks okay. Now what? Disney has a trend of like turning everything into live action. It looks like a cutscene from Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> John Carter. It was um. <laughs> it was uh. It's it was uh. Cinderella. Um. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Uh. Now it's this. Finding Jungle Book. Nemo. Jungle Book. Jungle oh yeah, Jungle Book. Jungle was Book was one. actually pretty good. Though. John yeah, Favreau did that. John Favreau started another thing. <laughs> Uh, Toy Story toys. Live Action Toy Story. Oh, God. <laughs> this all started with Disney on Ice, actually. Frozen? Oh, yeah. Frozen. But, um, <laughs> after this, it's going to be the um, Mulan uh, live action movie. No, next is Lion King. Yeah, no, next is Lion that, King. That's, not li- sure? is that, that's live action? Yeah. yeah, they're doing it live action. They're doing well, it in Dumbo. With Eric Andre's oh, in Dumbo. Oh, that's right. Dumbo. Dumbo is I'm so confused with all so the schedules. It, it goes... I know Dumbo because Dumbo, you actually have a full trailer yeah, for. You go Dumbo Is and then Dumbo you go. First? Dumbo's first. first Dumbo's then first. We come out spring 2019. And then uh, Lion King. Lion King actually, they're they're uh, Favreau's I don't doing know why it. Why they call it live action? That's all gonna be CGI. It's, it's all CGI. It's exactly John uh, Favreau's doing it exactly how he did Jungle Book. Yeah. But with real lions. <laughs> with real lions that sound like Childish Gambino! Oh, um, what's his name? Eric Andre is a hyena in that. That's my yeah. boy. Uh, yeah. Um, what's his They're name? They're bringing in Kevin James from the Zookeeper <laughs> <laughs> to train all the animals. What was, um, what's his name is repraising the role as Mufasa? Oh, uh, James Earl Jones? James Earl Jones. Freaking Darth Vader? And then uh, Childish Gambino is going to be Simba. Um, Simba. Do you think he's going to get up in this Is it Beyonce gonna... in that movie? Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's not. She's Nala. Whoa, Whoopi Goldberg's in the movie. Uh, Jeremy, she, who's oh, she playing? Wait, I think Jeremy Irons. Is she going to play Mufasa's... Wa- wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. No, she's not. She's in the old one. Seth Rogen is, is Pumbaa. Yep. I can and, see that. Uh, who's uh, Timon? Oh, they could have brought... You know what they could have done? They should have brought Jeremy Irons back and, to Scar. Uh, Key is in the movie. They're not bringing Jeremy Irons back? Uh, no, Billy, Billy Eichner. No, they're bringing in um, Ch- Ch- I can't even pronounce this guy's Channing name. Channing Tatum. He was, he was in um, was he was that. an American Gangster. I can't pronounce his name. Oh, Chidwell and Geo Four. I'm kind of disappointed because yeah. Jeremy Irons is the iconic voice. Yeah, if they bring back James Earl Jones, I really want them to bring back Jeremy Irons. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't. I think do those that. are the two most iconic voices in that movie. Yeah, James Earl Jones, Mufasa, still though. Yeah, that's still that's true. That's true. Um, so, going to number two, Black Panther 2 confirmed... Wait, now you're confusing me. Now you mm. said number two, and he said number two, two. so say four. It's four. <laughs> it's four, Matt. Say four. Um, We're doing it backwards. Okay. Five's the biggest. All right. Number four, Black Panther 2 confirmed to be directed by Michael Coogler. How is he going to make a movie without Wait, Michael, Michael B. Jones? Ryan Coogler. Who My- put Michael? Okay, I... Wait, cut this, cut this, cut this. Excuse me, sir. I'm not I'm not cutting shit. You said <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> wait, no. Okay, you're gonna, gonna have to own that, man. 
Number yeah. four, Black Panther two confirmed to be directed by Ryan <laughs> Coogler. How he's Michael gonna make Coogler. <laughs> How he's gonna make a movie without Michael B. Jordan? He'll be a no, Force Ghost. He's no, it's, it's Force Ghost. <laughs> Force I, I will bet money on that somehow Michael B. Jordan will be in that movie. Oh, 100%. I'll bet money yeah, on that's that. That's his boy. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's Ryan. Every movie Ryan Coogler's made, Michael B. Jordan somehow yeah. in there. And that's three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it made so much money the first time. It, I mean, I liked it. Personally, it's I liked it. It's the sixth highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. I um, think we've what's all number one? What? No? What's number one? Number one. With be... inflation and Gone with the Wind. But without inflation, without inflation, and sadly, Avatar. Yeah, Avatar. Which I can aren't they making like seven more of those? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, uh, are, where they? are they? You guys, you guys missed the train a little late. You know, about six yeah. years. Where are I'm they going to go with it's that storyline? It's been like more than ten years. When's I think the, now. Besides this podcast, when's the last time anyone's talked about Avatar? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. It's only because of that CGI. In no the one movie. ever. If they didn't have that CGI, no one would ever care about Avatar. It is groundbreaking. It's not even that good. It's, it's so overrated in terms. It's really not even. That it's good. you know what? It's that movie. It's um in terms of CGI, it's that movie and Tron Legacy. <laughs> so Tron Legacy at least has it's, Daft it's Punk. Space yeah, it's space dances with wolves. Yeah, space dances. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, I think, I don't know, I don't know where they're going to go with Black Panther 2, I really don't, because after, after A4, I'm kind of, yeah, that's when I'm I'm kind of weary, I'm not going to be done done, I'm going to go see the movies, and I'm still going to like, I'm going to see them anyway, but I'm not going to be as hype, I'm not going to be as hype. I'm not. I don't know if I'll go to like premiere nights as I have been with the MCU, but and that's DC's turn after him. After yeah, Avengers I really 4. want to see more d- good, actual good DC movies. Yeah. Good luck with that, Warner Bros. <laughs> hey. Keep interfering. Which leads us into our number five m- 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 news of the week. Number five news of the week, Devin. Night at the museum. Reprise by Unreal Four Engine. Finally, getting a twenty-four-seven live stream. Somehow they brought Robin Williams back to life. He was so excited about this movie, he came up from the grave. <laughs> he was like, dude, I have to finish it. It's like, what's the, the Mob of the Dead? Where, like, he can finally go back oh, in <laughs> Black Ops 2. He arranges his body back to life. <laughs> anyway, number five is James Gunn. Remember that guy? Directing and writing Suicide Squad. Two. Two. I like Thank that. God. I, I think that can actually be good now. Thank I'm, God. I'm looking forward to it. Unlike Warner Brothers studio interference. Although, I don't know. Because Suicide Squad 1 had David Ayer. And it was garbage. And he did was Training terrible. Day. Every director has a bad horrible. movie. Yeah, well, but that was not that bad. Yeah. This is the most... No, Spielberg had one of the worst movies of all time, in my opinion. What? AI. AI is terrible. AI yeah. is bad. And it's a collab between Spielberg and Kubrick. <laughs> well, that's why. It's yeah. two conflicting brains. Yeah. Even though they were best friends. That's funny. Yeah. But um, um, Suicide Squad is has the worst villain. No, no, second worst villain. Enchantress. Steppenwolf <laughs> is the worst. 
Oh. Incubus is the second worst. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Dark Elves. I, we had, um, me and Aaron were talking about <laughs> We just about had this, this discussion yesterday. Incubus is the absolute worst, second worst villain right behind Steppenwolf. He's so forgettable. Yeah. He was so forgettable that everyone thinks Enchantress was the main villain. And Suicide yeah, so was, true. Right? But she wasn't. It was, it was Incubus. Just, it was just known as Enchantress brother yeah i thought i thought it was enchanter. we had to look up his name yeah i thought it was enchanter because i thought that's how unrelevant he was and also <laughs> all, all those like Irrelevant. bubbly like tar head looking things no. that they're fighting Aww. that's they're... literally only there to show everyone's powers yep. yeah. Oh, yeah that's it three oh, sh- helicopter crashes no one dies Worst Joker on screen ever. Easily. Easily. (laughs) He was just made to sell revenue for Halloween costumes. No, he's just made so he can be the back, like, Hot Topic clearance rack. (laughs) (laughs) The back of it. Like, only comes in extra small and small. (laughs) If this podcast was about Suicide Squad, I could talk for days. That movie is so bad. bad. That movie's terrible. I I tried to copy Guardians 2 with its soundtrack. Oh my god. The the Eminem song. Oh no. What do I feel like every time? I feel like what do I feel like every time something new comes out and Eminem just comes like, oh I'll make a song for it, it turns out to be bad. Venom. Ghost (laughs) Ghost the video game, Call of Duty Ghost. I hate ghost. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) I just I like how they they found the most Guardians of the Galaxy thing possible for James Gunn. In the DCEU. Yeah. Here's yeah. how you fix Suicide Squad 2. You don't do Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But no, you actually make meaningful deaths. That's yeah, the that's only true. way you can... Deadshot's kids. And then you only don't... Captain Boomerang. And you only don't... like fo- You focus on the entire cast, not yeah, just two exactly. characters. Yeah, exactly. Not just Deadpool and Harley Quinn and some bums. Deadpool? <laughs> De- uh, dead shot. Yeah, the re- <laughs> rest of the characters just filler characters. Yeah. I like, Suddenly their family I like Diablo. at the end of the movie, like, like this is like Fast and Furious. Yeah. Like what was Those that about? Like how always come, win. Why did we only see Deadshot's uh family? Yeah, and then and then like everyone else was just like, all right, well, like screw you, go back to prison. Is everyone, just, is everyone else just bad? And it just like it just shows Harley Quinn and Deadshot's background. Like, what about like I was actually really curious about El Diablo, even though you get like a little snippet in his past, but that's it. He didn't do anything that whole movie until the end, and he just until died. The very, yeah, he, he had those powers the entire time. And and he, he didn't just do them. He's like, like, I don't use my powers for that fool. <laughs> 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 and then he just kills Incubus in like one like one shot. He just uh, ma- like, he's just magically very op yeah that movie's horrible dude so i'm looking i mean i'm i'm with this with james gunn it had a huge hype to it too. yeah it did i was so excited because i've read the suicide squad comics and stuff like first of all in the movie harley quinn doesn't even belong because the only reason she's in the suicide squad is because she can navigate gotham better than all of them yeah but they don't even show that in the movie because no, they're they not don't. navigating gotham best part about the movie was batman yeah oh no slip in not. the 20 seconds he was in slip no, slipknot's the best part what <laughs> slipknot has one line punches a security guard then dies i can climb things <laughs> i can climb <laughs> my rope is the best rope around hell yeah wow. dude where's my origin 100 nylon where's where's my origin story dude with, with them bringing in james gunn i'm kind of I have hope for S2. I have a little hope, but I'm not going to have any But I'm not going to have any though. expectations. No, regardless no. of James I'm not Gun. going to be surprised when it fails. I'm not even going to say if it fails. It's going to be a bad movie. Yeah. Guardians 2. Yeah, I don't... I'm hoping that it's good, but I know that it won't be. I hate... The only reason it's getting a sequel is because it did good in box office. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It, I can only imagine what it sold in merch. 
Oh god! Oh, oh dude! God. All the and Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn cosplays. Oh my god! All Halloween. Let me Harley Quinn. All the Joker. Kids Harley Quinn costume. Every Fashion shot. Nova Harley Quinn costume. Every, Garbage. Every shot. Uh, every couple costume to, idea. They try to make Joker and Harley Quinn's like romance into like a romance, but they have like the most abusive yeah. relationship. Yeah, no, I hate that too. Like in the nineties, uh, Batman. Oh yeah, he abuses yeah. her. He, hated he her. beat her up and then sent her flowers the same day when she's in the hospital. Yeah, yeah it was just like yeah, here's. This. And he's left her to die so many times in the comics, and she keeps running back, and yeah. he's a Mister di- J. He's a diagnosed like psychopath. <laughs> yeah. So, I that was so poorly done. I love a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Bumper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it. Oh, yeah. that's it. That was uh, a very solid episode. A nice it's museum. A, it's technically our <laughs> Halloween special too. Halloween special. Halloween. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, oh, it's great to have you, man. Me too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Hey, man. I'll be back. You guys Probably are the DLC. Not. We're yeah, <laughs> the DLC. We're the, we're the DLC. I know. That you're like Nuketown. We keep the putting you back promo. into every podcast. <laughs> every Call of Duty game <laughs> has like Nuketown for some reason. We'd, uh, we'd love to have you guys on again. Definitely. It, man. Definitely. Jack and Ryan too. Yeah, Jack and Ryan. Jack's not here. <laughs> exactly <laughs> my point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as always, adios, fandom rant. <laughs> <laughs> Send feedback. <laughs> Tell me I'm awesome. (laughs) Tell me I'm a bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) Back for mercy. Alright, let's back it up. I'm back.